Does everybody know what time it is? It's time to get ready to rumble! That's right, it's Grunt Work! Hear is your gear. With my hand on your Binford 6100 grease gun, ooh, it's like a disease, son. I'm in love with my car. Got a feel for my automobile. Get a grip on my boy racer roll bar. Such a thrill when your radials squeal. And when you crank up the volume on that radio so that everyone in the neighborhood can hear you listening to Grunt Work, the only podcast about the TV series Home Improvement that takes a while to get started on cold mornings because of our poorly manufactured electrical system. I'm your host, Truman, the Grand Theft Auto London 1969 man caps. Holy shit. With me in the passenger seat, as always, is my co-host Landon, the Allo Govna man Solano. <laughs> and writing in the back seat for this extremely special episode are our two extremely special guests, Mike, the Davy Boy Smith Man Whitman, and Bo, the Lord Alfred Hayes Man Rosser of the Topi. <laughs> oh fuck! I fucked it up. The Topi <laughs> Suicida. <laughs> Oh, it, was so good. it was so good. You fucked it up. I was in my office. P.S. Hayes? Oh, no, I'm called No, no, no. I said Lord Alfred Hayes. Lord Alfred Hayes. No, it's it's well, yeah, yeah. It is worse. It's worse. You're right. Of the Tope, not Topi. The of the Tope Tope Suicida podcast. How do you spell that? T O P E. And then, uh, and then I won't do the rest because it's throwing off the momentum of the bit. Mike and Bo, welcome yes. to Grunt Work. We have been trying for so long to have you on here. Three weeks, yeah. Three weeks. Sometimes, you know, but sometimes one of the hosts of the show goes to Baja uh, or, or uh, Baja Fresh before and eats a burrito and, you know, things happen. And now we're here. I we're can't believe it. that Baja Fresh did that to you. I've, I have been to Baja Fresh. Never Baja in my Fresh. wildest dreams did I think that Baja Fresh would do that yeah. to me. I don't know. I think it's been three weeks, honestly. I mean, it's a good excuse you're giving. I'm, I'm proud of you. But really, it's just been Mike and I. We've been big timing both of you. We've been too busy. We were like... <laughs> No, we got to watch wrestling. We can't be on your show this week. So I thank you for covering for us with your diarrhea. I appreciate it. <laughs> the, the, thing, the thing is, but the thing is, Bo, even even when you like, even when you guys were big timing us and saying, no, yeah. we're too busy watching wrestling and yeah. making a podcast about wrestling to be on your podcast. I, I still have diarrhea. Like yeah. the same, like both things can yeah. happen at once. I don't yeah. have a very healthy diet. Oh, yeah. And Truman, I just want to interject if you allow me to take just some time here to thank you. Uh, oh. For getting right to it, because we don't have any time to waste. Uh, it's a no nonsense. Give me, give me the moment to say we don't have a moment to waste. I appreciate that. So yeah, thank no, you. No, no, thank I, you for not wasting any moments. Okay, yeah. So just just so everyone's clear, we don't have any time to waste today, and so we can't be wasting any time. Landon, Guys, how many mo- Landon, how many moments do we have? <laughs> Very limited amount. Okay, don't yeah. waste them. Got it. We don't we don't know how many. That's why we have to ration so strictly. Right. They can yeah. run out at any time. That's cool. That goes right in line with what me and Bo are about. We're real nonsense <laughs> kind of dudes. Yeah. So we, we just we keep we we, we 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 play it pretty close to the vest. So yeah. uh thank you, thank you fellas for having us on. We're having a great time. It was worth the wait. It was worth the wait. <laughs> yes it was. Well, maybe worth mentioning, you know, this is the third week in a row we've tried this. I've mostly forgotten this episode at this point so uh it's gonna be an interesting uh recording here nah baby i I got it saved in the mind i asked mike i said hey should we watch it again and mike goes nah and i'm like no way dude (laughs) 
locked trap. Locked trap in the head. Is that what they call it? A locked mm-hmm. trap? <laughs> steel, yeah, steel trap. Steel trap. Your, your, like head, steel your trap. head, perhaps. <laughs> I. This is what's great is because I, going into this, was like, I feel like such a podcasting amateur, and I want to be a podcasting pro. I've delayed them for a couple weeks. So I'm going to rewatch the episode so it's fresh. I'm sure they're all doing it, too. So I've watched the same Home Improvement episode <laughs> twice. Oh, I, was, I hope you were like, I watched it all three weekends. <laughs> no, I didn't watch it. I didn't. <laughs> Last week I was like, ah, I can remember it, and then this week I was like, no, I got I got to do it. So, so if you guys are at all fuzzy, I, it's it, mind okay, brain. I watched it like two hours ago, and it it's even better the second time. I can time, give you plot me. point by plot point watching it three weeks ago. Well, that's what we're gonna do in a minute here. Awesome. But why don't we get started by uh, you know letting you guys talk a little bit about your show that we recently were a guest on and was a blast to relive uh, my old memories of wrestling um, and make some new. What's ones your for me? What's Tope Suicida about? Wow! Well, yeah, we had a blast. It was a great time having you boys on. Tope Suicida is a, a, a wrestling podcast. It's also a, it's a comedy podcast, kind of through the through the lens of pro wrestling, where Bo and I look at what we think wrestling can be, mm-hmm. which is uh, trying to show people like stuff that we really like that affected us positively watching it and sometimes we just watch what wrestling is which is <laughs> sometimes it's not so good and we be perfectly do. honest we started yeah. the show in a different environment pre-covid <laughs> we were gonna have guests on showing them awesome quality matches every week and then covid hit about six or seven episodes in and we have not had guests except for truman and landon <laughs> And we've been watching some shit in 2020. I'll tell you what. Mm, Bo's bringing surprises. Bo's bringing surprises every week for me. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I think the episode that uh, Truman and I were both on, not the one that he did solo, or the two that he did yeah, solo, the two that the I ones did solo. that Thank you I much. accompanied on, um, was exactly showing me what wrestling can be. I had a very specific idea from my own past and experience. You didn't like oh. it. You didn't like the match. We saw what it can <laughs> be, and you said, no, sir, that's why I left it. it. <laughs> uh, but you guys showed me a, 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 a side of it that I didn't uh, know what it could be, the Japanese side of it. Yeah. Um, with the different, uh, different audience, different appreciation for um, the moves. Yeah. That's a great point, actually. Like, I mean, I, that that I, I didn't really think about it that way, but that is that is really cool. That you succeeded it, in your mission. Steve. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was sort of it was sort of one of those like blind squirrel finds a nut situations. But like, I'm really happy that having grown up on the on the late '80s, early '90s WWF, as Bo as Bo and I both did, mm-hmm. uh, that we showed you something that you were like, oh wow, this this was like this style of this art form or whatever you want to call it was happening on the other side of the world, and that's. Yeah. That, that is really cool. And, that makes me and happy. And I'll forever be confused as to why I don't remember his first name. Mark Furnace? Doug. <laughs> it's never a household name. Was, yeah, Doug the Furnace Furnace. Furnace, yeah. yeah. It's spelled differently both times. Um, I uh, uh, had a point, and I've lost it. Uh, which Nice. It's funny, because before the show Welcome started. Work. That's never happened. Oh, that's never happened before, uh, though, Bo. We, we, you always uh, can I cuss? I'm points. sorry. Bleep it out. I don't know if there's cursing on the show or not. I'm sorry. Oh, there's so much cursing Keith. on this show. Right, much well. to Landon's chagrin. It's like we talk about, oh, we should try to be more family friendly. And then I forget that we had that conversation. Well, well, then, going, yeah. back to, going back to the show, uh, 
Toby Suicida pod on Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, please follow us and listen to the show. Please. Um, it's gotten kind of off the rails in a good way because no get not a lot of guests have come on the show. Um, <laughs> But it's allowed Mike and I to become bigger friends as well. Because we were just lamenting on te- through text, like, Mike and I are extremely good friends now because of this show and improv. Yeah. But our friendship is so new and basic and COVID-based. We like have never seen a movie together in a theater. Yeah. Oh wow. that we've been to rest we've been to two live wrestling events and then the world fell apart. We at least got those two in. Yeah, two we in squeezed them in right before <laughs> we went on. Literally the weekend before it <laughs> shut down. <laughs> Boom! Oh, that's the way though. That's the way to go out on a pol- is it pro wrestling. Yeah, like the least a local pro wrestling thing. with an audience of about eighty. Oh, uh, it was <laughs> so watching, fun. Watching two dudes yell at each other and touch each other like the least thing, like you know, socially distanced. <laughs> I thing. remembered my point though. Um, there it is. Oh, I just he's lost a, he's a it fucking again. miracle. This I fucking guy. lost oh, the fucking game. Are you kidding me? Because you started talking, dude. All the time. He does this all the time. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. It started off as more of wrestling, right? What wrestling can be. But are you fucking kidding me, guys? I lost it for <laughs> time. And this is not a bit. This is not a bit. I'm losing my mind. You guys see what uh, I have to do with Oh, 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 I got it. I got it. Now it's it's more it's more comedy based. We do a lot more bits, a lot more character based work, but yeah. they're all kind of rooted in wrestling. And I'm yeah. sorry when you get this MP3 that whole section is going to be blown out. You're going to have to edit that down. I'm sorry, but it was losing my you, mind. You are, you are vastly overestimating my capabilities as an editor, Bo. So what I'm, I'm going to s- slap this shit together no, if it's synced up What I'm properly. saying is if you're not a wrestling fan, you can still find value in our show because there's other stuff to it. Yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you, I am not a wrestling fan. Like, I'd never watched any wrestling before these boys showed me multiple matches that were great. Um, And I get a great deal of joy out of their podcast because it... It is like much like our podcast is nominally about home improvement, but is mainly just two friends doing dumb bullshit and occasionally yeah. talking about Frasier yeah. and the Hudsucker proxy. Mm. Their podcast also <laughs> is just you made a vow, it's Truman. Just, it's just hilarious. I, I made a vow and I'm breaking it all over the place. Are you not, supposed to, mention, are you not supposed to mention the Hula Hoop movie? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because I only mention the like how you've seen no movies, I've only seen one you've movie, only and it's seen the Hula Hoop movie. I'm, that is my entire personality. Is that movie? Is that but Colin no, Firth? Like, Colin Firth? Yeah. Is that Colin Firth? Paul Newman. I would, I would do a remake with Colin Firth. That would be interesting. Who's he might be a little old now. Proxy guy? No, it's, Paul it's, Newman and Tim Robbins, man. Tim, Tim Robbins, Tim right? Robbins the cover is Tim in, Robbins standing with the hoop. It's a white background. He's got a chair there. And that Jennifer Jason Lee is on his left, and and Paul Newman on his right, holding one of those big cigars, and yep. he's kind of looking at him. Sorry, like Landon. That. Sorry. All right, yeah. All right, Landon. And and I don't know what the, we're supposed uh, to do during this, but this is what's happening. Yeah, I guess we framing just, behind we just him, which is our the Chicago Board of Trade. <laughs> go with it. They filmed exteriors on location in Chicago, but then they did a lot of sound stage. Actually, work, this show is miniature. about home improvement, and uh, <laughs> thank you guys for. <laughs> introducing uh your show i really uh want to emphasize people to go check it out i had a blast doing it i'd love to do it again sometime um but as this show is about home improvement uh we talk a little bit about home improvement and home improvement adjacent things truman a big thing has occurred in these three weeks since we last recorded oh yes the great uh, the great confluence the, the confluence Tims. yes i didn't think you'd get what i was talking about but you did because you are <laughs> we, uh we we are of a hive mind We've been doing it for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, Landon, the, you did you did you sample the forbidden fruit of this I did. episode? 
I did. So for those who aren't uh, familiar, Last Man Standing on its last season had an episode where Mike Baxter meets Tim the Toolman Taylor. We get our first glimpse of Tool Tim the Toolman Taylor uh, in the what twenty years, twenty one years since the I show so, went yeah. off the air. Bo, mm-hmm. on Last Man Standing, Tim Allen, it's Tim Allen's new show, which is basically Home Improvement, is he except Baxter? he has three daughters. Yeah, he's, he's Mike, Mike Baxter. Baxter. So he's meeting himself yes. as Tim. Yes. Yes. Man, yes. I'll tell you what, we talked, Mike, my, Mike and I are huge MCU fans, so like this whole, you know, the, the whole it's, it's the Tool Man, it's, tool man it's, it's universe the Tim, is pretty cool. Into the Tool Maniverse, yeah. The what MT, I want to see MT, is the on, MTU. I, they need to, whoever owns Tool, tool Time, whoever owns Home Improvement needs to go back in time and put in like Buzz Lightyear toys in like the kids' rooms, just in the background. Oh, they will. They're the coming. There it is. They ha- the we haven't quite reached that point yet in the show. Uh, in the chronology, Toy Story hasn't come into existence. Oh, so they do yet. actually show up eventually. As yeah, a little nod. And that's fun. That's fun. In Toy Story, there's a Benford Tools toolbox. What? I do it's yeah. Orange. Or uh-huh. orange. It's, it's red. He <laughs> um, did the thing. He did the thing. Well, so I have to know what, because this is crazy to yeah. me. What happened? What happened in, yeah. the, in that episode? So uh, Mike Baxter fucks up the disposal and his wife. He's always wife, doing that. His wife <laughs> says. Classic, classic Baxter. Classic. You don't have time. You're working on this anniversary vlog of yours. Really weird to hear the word vlog come out of Tim Allen's mouth. Um I- Especially because that's like an old term now. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, exactly, exactly. That anymore. They're called TikToks now or <laughs> Queebies. Uh, so Please. he's too busy focusing on this anniversary vlog, uh, and she suggests you don't have time. Just hire someone to to come and fix it. And she goes behind his back and hires Tim the Toolman Taylor. He's in town. He knows of Mike Baxter. He knows of the the Outdoorsman blog. Uh, so it's a different town. Does. They're not in this. They don't he's live in a, the yep, same. One's in Detroit. One's in Colorado. And so, and so Baxter is like a like an outdoorsy kind of yep. kind of uh, uh, internet celebrity kind of a deal. He, yep, he, he owns, owns a sporting goods store, okay. right? Yep. Okay, yep. but he uh, owns and yeah, makes okay. videos. It, and he like, makes videos. I, can, yeah. I cannot overstate the degree to which Last Man Standing is basically home improvement, <laughs> but he has three daughters instead of three boys, and yeah. it's like he owns a sporting goods store and he makes internet videos about outdoorsies. It is well, the same got it. shit. Now got here's it. the thing. With this episode, I was able to determine a little bit of the difference between the two. Mike Mm. Baxter isn't accident prone, and he's far crankier than (laughs) Tim the Toolman Taylor. Got it. Is there a uh, guiding voice of reason in... Like no, Wilson? not quite as much. Uh, it's uh-huh. kind of the Al character and the Wilson character are split into different types of character. There's kind of an older right. mentor that kind of walks around, but he's he can be kind of wacky at times as well. Um, Pay one person instead of two. I got you. I got you. It's a thrifty <laughs> way to. That's 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 Tim Allen's fiscal conservative. That's why extras through. never have lines in movies. They just hand people <laughs> shit. Like that's not a yeah. human interaction. You would say something to that person. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, walk they do, off screen. <laughs> they do. For those of you homage. at home, I, I mimed that interaction. No one can see it. <laughs> uh, they do pay homage to Wilson at one point, um, where Tim and Mike are out back, and Mike is doing something, and he has a door open covering half his face, and Tim uh, Tim has a little sentimental moment remembering uh, his his neighbor that used to give him uh, words of wisdom. I'm telling you what. Again, as Mike and I, big MCU fans, the fans of both those shows when they saw that. 
they probably lost their minds. Like, oh my god, yeah. he's paying homage to the show he was in. <laughs> I, there I mean, are entire landed. blogs dedicated to the speculation <laughs> of what happens when these two universes come together. Elena, well, we've talked about this on the show. Like, it's like they ripped this from our headline. Like, did you yeah. freak out when he when when there was the homage? I'll tell you, I freaked out the most. When I found out, since I haven't watched the show, when I found out that there are main characters on the show who are podcasters. <laughs> you did text me about this. You were concerned that, that they had, they, like, that Tim Allen found our show, is unsatisfied with it, and then implemented <laughs> lampooning it us on the show. Yeah, through the what dumbest characters down. that they have. Yeah. What is Baxter's job again? He owns Sport, a sporting goods sporting franchise, good. and He's uh, does... Yeah, he's outdoorsy, and he and does these video vlogs. Um, that's, what is that's like Tim ATM coming machine. to fix again? The garbage, garbage disposal in his home. This outdoorsy man yeah. doesn't know how to fix a garbage disposal? He doesn't have time because he's oh, so dedicated to writing out, an anniversary yeah. okay. vlog. Yeah. I was about yeah. to get fucking pissed off, man. You <laughs> <laughs> saw uh, how mad I was, fuming that he can't fix just, that disposal. Just steam shooting out of his nose, and it's not vapor; it's steam. Right. Did the anyway, crowd? Did the crowd yeah. blow up the live studio audience? Because I'm uh, oh, sure. Oh, the crowd. I, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it feels. I I just haven't watched a lot of three camera sitcoms in I don't know maybe. I can't even remember what the last one was that I would have watched. Probably yeah, you marathoned Frasier. all of Frasier, yeah, at my insistence. Would well, I mean, crowd? in terms, I didn't watch Frasier while it was on, but it went yeah. until what, like 2003? So I think that that might still be the I most know. recent three camera sitcom that I've watched. Yeah. Now I'm just thinking about and, the crowd trying to watch that scene. They have to watch it over and over with him in different outfits, <laughs> stand ins, playing him. Because right, can't, right. Yeah. Well, that's so maybe the thing that is, sucks actually live. That's that really the point sucks. I was getting to where it, it felt, the audience felt so much more canned uh, than it does right. on Home Improvement. It uh, does not feel at all organic. Uh, um, and I'm wondering if that's just how three camera sitcoms are these days, or if it's a quarantine thing, or what. But. It could be just uh, you, you as Landon not liking that anymore, growing out <laughs> of it. Be. So when you when you don't have the nostalgia attached to it, yeah. it sucks. So I'll tell you what, I like this episode of Home Improvement. I like the show. Based off this one episode, I like Home Improvement still. <laughs> so okay, well, this transition. Okay, you that as a transition. <laughs> okay, so okay, so the, uh, I guess the transition is like Mike Baxter swinging on a thing, crashing through our <laughs> podcast, and it shatters, and the Home Improvement sh- logo it, comes up. It shatters to uh, to our synopsis, and I have a synopsis uh, for this episode this week. But uh, as is customary, um, as is customary, we like to give our guests the option to synopsize this episode. Because it's super fresh in both of your memories. You yeah. watched it very recently. Yep. Yep. There were no delays yep. between yep. viewing and recording. So, yep. gentlemen, please, if you if you're interested, my, uh, Mike, I could start if you if you oh, if you want. Please, please. So this episode starts uh, in a way that a lot of '80s and '90s episodes starts. Uh, an unknown aunt has died, and, <laughs> and has left. And has left. Uh, how do we How do we get to the inciting event of the show? The dead aunt will give us money to get there. Yeah. She's dead. She gets inheritance. I really liked that Tim wasn't pressuring her to buy stuff for him, just making jokes. It seemed out of sorts. I thought it would be a bit more uh, I'm the man domineering kind of thing, but it wasn't. Um, So it's like, what are you spending on? Do all this stuff. And then she decides she wants to buy a car, new car. The kids in this episode are ancillary. They're just there to sweeten Mm -hmm. the show. They Mm -hmm. have no plot. Um, 
And so Tim thinks that's a great idea. They go looking at cars. There's the first guest appearance. That's the only other person I can think of. Right, the car <laughs> salesman. Outside the sale- of the audience. We'll, we'll get to the character actor chorus Wait! when we yeah, break it down. The salesman. Mike, I forgot the cold open. Do you remember the cold open? We'll get to the On cold tool- open. We just want the back yeah, yeah, of the box. Yeah, we'll, oh, okay. Yeah, we're oh, going to spend synopsis. the rest That's of your afternoon then. going in debt. That's it yeah. then. She, she, so she decides bad experience at the dealership, goes out on her own, buys a European car. Tim gets mad. Things happen in a comical and sort of misogynist way. <laughs> and, that's every uh, episode. That's episode. Yeah. 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 Yes, We're just going to copy and paste Tim. that snippet on every episode. <laughs> that's that's much, much like you guys started your podcast right before COVID-19. We started our podcast right before Me Too forced us to reconsider the way men treat women. Yeah. And then we've chained yeah. ourselves to this show that puts out certain... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we, we've worked hard to... Uh, to reveal toxic masculinity and try to uh, pose alternative forms of masculinity in in place of it much to the consternation of certain itunes reviewers but uh but <laughs> really yeah well i will say before uh, that's the back of the box i, I like i said yeah. i did like this episode and i did like that almost every time there was an instance of tim being a, a dickhead mm-hmm. jill how to had had a counteract to it which yeah yes which, which isn't always the case yeah which is w- means the writer someone in the writer's room was cognizant of what yeah the topics of the show was well let's uh, get probably into still the details, all men yeah. in the writer's writer's room but you know truman do you want to guess that title Ooh. yes i do and i i, I want and i want to i'll put out mine and then i want a little help from my friends here but okay, okay some ideas for my title yeah it's a different sitcom Find a little help. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I, no, it's a, I think it's a Beatles song, actually. But yeah, it's okay. the theme to Life Goes On as well. Thank you, Landon. It oh, is, baby. Oh, okay. It's that Joe Cocker cover. You got to love that. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Cover. All right. All right. So, ti- so, titles for this episode. Okay. One, Baby, You Can Drive My Car. Another, <laughs> hey, another Beatles, Beatles reference. Beatles yeah, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Two, Autoholics Anonymous. <laughs> okay. Good one. All right, all Good right, one. All right. Yeah. Three, the British invasion. <laughs> you, okay. you really focused here. Real Beatles heavy. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, I, they're kind of a good band, guys. Okay, and last, uh, because the car that Jill buys and that Tim becomes mm-hmm, obsessed mm-hmm, with is mm-hmm. an Austin Healey. Yeah. A time for Healy ing. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. It's that good because you one. have to you have to preface it before you give it. I think that's the best part of it. I think yeah, I mean, like again, I think that all of my titles are really good and I yeah. think that if there's a way it could be all four of them simultaneously, I think that's the title of the episode. And that that last title only works in 1995 or 1996 uh when Healy becomes a very different thing when Healy's come out. Yeah. Healy's didn't Healy's weren't out in the late 90s, were they? They came out, he- I, I want to say, early 2000s. Yeah, I was, okay, okay, was early p- kids in my yeah. high school doing Healy's and, and soap shoes <laughs> as freshmen coming out of middle school, I, yeah. yeah. I remember soaps. I, remember I had soaps. soap shoes. I was doing. Co- I was I was grinding on my soles. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Google, Google soap shoes if you want to know what soap shoes are. You can continue, Trim. <laughs> uh, Tope Boys, Mike, yeah. Bo, do you have uh, titles you want to guess? We will, we will include your guesses if you get it right. Uh, into our Chalupa Challenge, uh, which this is the first part of. I have two titles. One that oh, was wow. earlier okay. that I made up three weeks ago, and one that <laughs> okay. I just wrote down that is 
Oh. Inevitably amazing. Okay. So Mike, you, Mike said he has several and he hasn't talked in a while. So Mike, no, 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 you go, you go, you go. Because okay. I'm sure I got it right. I'm sure so, I okay, got okay. it right. My first title, I think it's called. I think it's called a new place for one of our people. Um. Okay. Which is just season six, episode six of Last Man Standing. That's what that one's called. So I just took the same season, same episode, and grabbed that title. But it kind of fits. Like she there's there's a, a level person. of logic to that that uh, that I can get on board with. I wrote it. and I was like, this kind of works. Yeah, you're bringing She's, a whole new level of strategy to this game. Yeah, oh, I Jill, like. It. Yeah. We'll see, Jill. I don't know if you know this, but they they hit on this. Lynn later seasons a home improvement. Y'all haven't got to, but Jill, she like has that metaverse mind. So like. <laughs> She knew that the you get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then the uh, my last one is yeah. uh, a Union Jill. Ooh. I came oh, up with that one. Union oh, Jill is a good one. That's a good one. Because you're the winner thing, so far. And that car is the same car that Austin Powers drives, and he has a Union Jack on the hood of yep. that car. Yep. And her name is Jill. <laughs> you got, y'all see what I did? I, yeah, I, I, got, I got it. Yeah, we I'm got on it. Oh, we got it, and we loved it. I'm also so I'm far. So that's glad the one to beat. I've been th- I've been thinking like this episode feels so much like it's part of the sort of Austin Powers fever that swept up the country at that <laughs> yeah. point in time, and I'm so glad that Bo was feeling it too. Okay, yeah, it's, it's one yeah. year before Austin Powers came out, so yeah, oh, so baby, the, yeah, priming the pumps for uh, for machine gun jubblies. Okay. Got to prime that pump. He hasn't peed in years. <laughs> Mike, do you have titles for us? I do. I have a gaggle of titles for y'all. Oh, wow. All Mike right. hates birds, but he's got a gaggle of them. Got a gaggle. <laughs> a Thank you for of titles. compromising your morals for us. <laughs> Number one, Tim gets carsick. <laughs> that was going to be Tim. <laughs> Tim. Number two, Period. Austin Healy Limits. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, I dig that one. <laughs> Number three, English is a second language. Not a big hit that one. That one did not hit. <laughs> you know, because Tim wow. doesn't know. Because Tim doesn't know how to work on European cars. He doesn't uh-huh. know how to work. On, uh, all right. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. Number four. Number four. Right number four. Man theft auto. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Wow, those are some winners, man. And number five, of course, mm-hmm. everyone lies to Jill. <laughs> oh, poor Jill. Everybody loves That's, Raymond. Everyone lies that is to the Jill. Tagline to Home Improvement on the poster. It does happen quite a lot. Now, here's here's the 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 bad part of this game is oh, no. that when I reveal the real title, it's always lackluster. So this game always ends on a really sour note. What are you saying that Mike and I and Truman didn't get it? We didn't get it. You didn't get it. You didn't get oh. it. But. For our listeners, I'm going to give out a clue uh, for one last chance at these chalupas. The title is a play on a very popular televised improv game. Whose car is Whose it car anyway? Is in any way? That is right! Ah! Yes! <laughs> Hey Landon, oh, is it Wayne is Brady's it uh, the car the whole time? Hey Landon, Colin is it whose is it whose car is it anyway? Is it the title? Yes. Cool, I got it right. <laughs> whose who's... <laughs> wait, Landon, is it whose line is it any car? 
Uh, Car's line is it uh, any wow. Jill? <laughs> is there any Jill here? Wow. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say officially we've locked one of the Chalupa locks into place. One step closer to she the Chalupas. God, we are, we are one step closer. This episode aired on October eighth, nineteen ninety six, directed by Andrew Tsao. We've seen a lot of his work uh, this season, and written by Mr. Adam England. This is his first episode. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. The show about British cars is written by a guy in England? Adam England? Adam, Adam England. Adam England? Yep. That's too on the nose. Precious. <laughs> that's, I, wow, I, I think, think it's I think it's much. beautiful irony. Beautiful I have no input. Is it irony or a coincidence? <laughs> uh, it depends on his motives, I think. Okay, got mm, it. True, true. Um... Well, but okay, you went so, into a little bit of uh, how you felt about this episode. Mike, do you want to tell us how – what was your experience here with uh, seeing Home Improvement for the first time in years and this episode <laughs> specifically? I love that you assume that I haven't seen Home Improvement in years. <laughs> You're right. You're totally right. It's an educated guess only because Home Improvement is not available to watch anywhere, and you have to mm. put effort in, i.e. Yeah. buying and the money. box set. Ugh. <laughs> 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 just sits in, sits in would my you home. Have pay- Here's a question to you both. Would you have paid two ninety nine for this one single ac- episode on YouTube? <laughs> Is it with a... Uh, with it's the, a rental. It, you don't get to keep but forever. But the intent is that we're coming on the show? <laughs> um, uh, sure, yes. Okay, then yes, I would, because I like to talk about Tope Suicida podcast, our podcast, and plug it, so I want to come on your show. So <laughs> okay, yes, I would have paid money for it. Okay. But... Mike, you answer, because yeah, Landon oh. asked you. I think I would pay for it. Really? But... Did Landon ask me? You fucking asshole! Did he ask me? <laughs> All right. I just, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so you're correct. I haven't watched uh, Home Improvement in a long time. But when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I loved Home Improvement. When I was, you know, I don't know, eleven, twelve years old, it was like perfect, right, for me. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say. I really was not expecting to laugh at this episode or think that it was any good or whatever, but I actually found myself <laughs> laughing multiple times throughout this episode. It surprised me. It was legitimately funny at several points, uh, and that caught me off guard. I didn't. Yeah. I did not expect. It, that. it catches me off guard week to week too when we have good episodes. <laughs> you uh, chuckle and you're like, "Oh no, what was that? Why did?" <laughs> Are we getting? Are what we getting is this doing to me? What are are I we getting laugh Stockholm at? syndrome? Yeah, like <laughs> it, no, it is. It's it's a good litmus for us to know that we are. Uh, we can still be objective about this thing <laughs> that we haven't been sucked into the void with all the transitions. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't the only one that enjoyed it though. Bo, you yeah. liked it too, did you not? <clears throat> yeah, I think I might have absolutely loved it, but I want to preface it. <laughs> By saying that I it was 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning, the Sunday that we were going to record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Originally. I watched it at 9 a.m., extremely high at 9 a.m., <laughs> yeah, and I, I fucking loved this fucking episode, dude. <laughs> the, the whole cold open, excellent. And the fact that it's just one long joke to lead up to whatever the punchline was at the end about fi- fire. No, they, they introduced the fire alarm just to get to the hose joke. You know, yeah. like that was yep. the path of the comedy. Right. And I thought it was really yeah. fucking good. It's yeah. really fucking good joke writing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the uh, enjoying most of it until like the, the car lot scene. I was pretty cringy. But again, like I said yeah. earlier, Jill always had something to say that kind of alleviated the the mid 90s 
you know, sexism. Isms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. or just isms in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. it was very clear that Tim and the car and then his car we're guy scumbags. were fucking assholes. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like you could have just said, we're fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically, yeah, <laughs> totally, yeah. David Cronenberg's crash. We get closer and closer with every episode. But I really, I really loved it. I think my favorite part was that in The Ant's Will... Jill had a stipulation <laughs> the to stipulation, only spend yes. it on herself, damn it. And that is the exact opposite of the good writing I was talking about in the cold open. That's bad writing. <laughs> on herself and in like a superfluous manner, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, in, it, like in a way to like treat yeah. herself. Do you need me- medicine? You can't buy medicine. Here's the thing. Buy a car. It's not. <laughs> that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. But I will say. That I have given people like uh, uh, nephews and nieces like uh, uh, money for their birthdays and stuff and been like, here's the condition. Right. Like, I mean, it's not a condition. It's like a challenge. It's like, yeah. have a good time with this. Yeah. Don't, yeah, when my, yeah. don't feel like you have to save it so that just in case something bad happens, because I feel like I grew up with a lot of that kind of pressure, that feeling of like. Oh, yeah. Like don't 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 enjoy yourself because you never know when yeah you don't know, spend ba- it all in one place don't spend it all in one place and whatever and so so like the idea that At you could doctor. tell someone hey my intent is for you to spend this all in one place yeah. and to have a fucking blast and if you don't do that I'm gonna be disappointed <laughs> I strong arm my mom whenever I give her a gift yeah. card yeah I say. Whenever you spend this, I want you to show me what you spent this on. Ah. Ooh, that's uh-huh. good. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And then she sends you pictures of receipts from, like, sex shops and, <laughs> like, uh, and, like Victoria's Secret. And you're like, Mom, no! I mean, the spirit of the gift, yes, this is superfluous, but no. So would this aunt, if this amp, amp, aunt in amp. Home Improvement, would they be cool or a jerk if the stipulation was that I forgot my point? <laughs> oh, this is amazing! This is amazing. Did that, that happen in this episode, or was that, your... or was that the last episode? Was that the Patreon episode? This happened, or was yeah. that in this episode? Yeah, no, yeah. episode that we did on like your ten show. minutes ago. Yeah, okay, you're, this you're, you're now That's like good. six for six on this happening in somebody else's <laughs> podcast. That's fantastic. Uh, good. Before we go into the deep dive, where we'll get into more of the stipulation, Truman, how did you feel about this episode? My my biggest feelings about this episode, first and foremost, I am so glad that this is the one that we showed to our friends, the Tope <laughs> Boys, because I feel like this is home improvement at its best. Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like when when I tell people, oh, I make a podcast about home improvement. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you know how to, like, fix your house? No, actually, the other one, the show Home Improvement. Oh, that's cool. I love Home Improvement. No, actually, usually it's bad. But, like, the thing that people are thinking of when they hear Home Improvement is episodes like this. I think this yeah. is a great episode. It's a great example of Home Improvement. Tim is a raging jackass, but he acknowledges it, and he makes yep. amends, and he tries to fix it, and he makes He sacrifices. walks the same as my dad. <laughs> I have that in my notes. I thought I would just. It helps. It helps. Mike, this is what it's like Taylor. making a podcast yep. with Bo. That's exactly okay. correct. That's Here's exactly thing, correct. Truman, I want to. I want to break. The, I saw Truman reading, so I decided to throw him off. That yeah. was. My, that's I'm good. Sorry. That's good. <laughs> when I'm like, when I'm looking this way, that's my other monitor with my notes. Um, but no, I'm glad. That, so I'm both glad that they watched this, and I'm also kind of bummed that they watched this because, mm. they, like, they've both heard me. Like, Mike and Bo have heard me talk a fair amount of shit about home improvement, and then they see this, and it's like, oh, what are you talking about? It's great. You're such a snob. I you, said you... that in my head. <laughs> Not the snob part. I was like, I love this. What's true? No. no, no, but, but oh, you complain I am, about it. I, I, I'm, I'm a, a huge I'm snob. I'm going to dictate 
how you feel and how you uh, explain things to people. I'm sure you're you're complaining about it the same way that you would be complaining about a sibling. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm an only child, so I don't really know what, what it's like to have someone else competing for your parents' affection. But yes, I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> it sucks. Um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I can only great. imagine. No, I'm the youngest. Um, it's fine. I'm the youngest. <laughs> I, but like, you know, like, this is great. Like, I feel like we, Landon and I really appreciate this because it's like we've been walking through a desert forever and we got to an yep. oasis with this episode and you guys are like, oh man, desert, pretty good, like refreshing, there's a pool <laughs> of water and a palm tree. Like, we, season three, it's not as good as season six. <laughs> that was, that was yeah, what sure. I'm three sure. seasons yeah. good. Yeah, um, but but Landon, wait. Yeah. What about what about you though? I mean, I'm sort about, of well, thank you. We're for taking asking, forever, sir. but we're gonna be here all night. But I, Landon, I want to know what do you think about this episode? Uh, I quite like this episode. Um, I think it continues a very uh, upward trajectory of the the show in general. That they've just kind of like these are the characters. This is what it's gonna be from here on out. There's not gonna be any more dark surprises. Uh, well, I mean, granted, we did have that we, therapy episode a couple episodes yeah, ago. We, we keep we keep saying that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I keep saying setting myself gonna... up for disappointment. Yes, uh, but I have the to be ever theme the of optimist. Our podcast. <laughs> um, and you know what? Here's what I liked about this: is that remember a couple episodes? I think it might have even been the first or second episode this season. They tried to do an A and a B plot, and we didn't get Randy's full B plot. It was just like a tease of it. Yeah. This one was just singularly focused. It was like, this yes. is what this episode's about. We're not going to try to go into some uh, investigative reporting subplot where Randy's <laughs> trying to get to the bottom of what's going on in the cafeteria at his high school. Well, you got 22 minutes. There's no time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a whole episode unto itself. Um, so I like that this was watched. singularly <laughs> focused. And uh, because of that, I think that they're able, and they're finally figuring out that they're able to have more jumping off points for humor uh, rather than trying to rush through things and, and I don't know, just get to things in a more satisfying way. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm once again just yeah-ing you, but I agree with all of the points that you're No, and I, and I want to say, based on what both of you said, like, it, it is really special to me to feel like home improvement is kind of the wrestling of TV, where you feel... Wrestling's you, you, on like, TV, Mike. Like, you... <laughs> <laughs> I may forget my points, but I got banger dropping, so help you out. But wrestling's on TV. <laughs> Bo plays to his strengths. <laughs> the, the wrestling of, like, Mike, is it the wrestling of sitcoms? Is that perhaps what no, you mean? No, it's the wrestling of TV, because wrestling isn't TV. Wrestling is a live sporting event that turned that became a televised event. Right, because right. just like a boxing match or a, or the Olympics or anything, it's not, but it's not, it's not a sit, it's not a, someone didn't conceive of an idea for a TV show that's like, man, we should have people pretend to fight. That would be great for a those TV action, show. Those are action shows. Yeah, okay, okay, that's true. <laughs> that's that's true. Those do, <laughs> those do exist. Those exist. That's not my point. That's American Gladiators. My point is home improvement, you, you feel that same kind of like you're doing a podcast about home improvement and you're like, and you're struggling with it because there's there's certain like shameful aspects of this show, but you're just like hoping for the best out of it. Mm -hmm, and when mm -hmm. it does show you the best of it, you feel like you're like the 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 comedy that you're making is uh, worthwhile. 
that's how I feel about Tope Suicida. And I felt that way about because I know I know the 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 stigmas of home improvement and the toxic masculinity, yeah. the misogyny, and how it, it can be very bad. And you don't want to show that to someone else. So I get the idea that you're like excited and you're like you're parallels. like, oh shit. Like I showed my friends people that that, that I showed them a good episode of the thing that that I'm really invested in. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask this then. Um, before we go into the deep dive, yeah. if you were to compare this episode of Home Improvement to a, a, a famous match, what Ooh. match would it be? Ooh. Wow. It's where the uh, baby face loses. Yes. I would say I would I would compare this match to uh, Bret Hart and Davy Boy Smith mm. uh, for the Intercontinental title at SummerSlam 92 in Wembley yeah. Stadium. With like 80, 90 family drama in there. Thousand people. There's family drama and Brett's Brett's a babyface champion, Mm -hmm. you know, but in the end, he admits that the better man won or in Tim's case, he admits, yeah, I was being a fucking asshole. And (laughs) our family bond is more important to me than the car or this this gold belt that I have around my waist. I think that's perfect. I love it. That's beautiful. Ooh, that's beautiful. I feel I, great I, about that I comparison. No, I do. I have nothing uh, snarky. I got nothing yeah, Bo snark. doesn't watch. Well, yeah, Bo doesn't watch wrestling, so he doesn't I know whether. Yeah, <laughs> uh, before we go to the deep dive, though, Super Smash Brothers. Do y'all like? Yeah. I, I forget everyone's ages, but I was thirteen when this episode came out, so I was the age for this fucking show. Um, Ninety six. I would have been fourteen. Yeah, uh, I remember watching this live. Do you yeah, get that sometimes, Landon, when you watch these episodes? You're like, oh, shit. I All have seen this live. Yeah. I saw every single episode but one, which we've already covered. That uh, was an exciting episode from, when we watched yeah, the one yeah. Landon d- had missed. Start like, to but finish, you, remember, I, you remember why you missed it. It was like, oh, we were in Florida that weekend, and we didn't make it home in time. to get this <laughs> And I remember right. the promos of seeing the race car and all that stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to remember the one episode that I never saw so that I can catch it in reruns was the one with the race car. And I never Speak- caught it in reruns. Oh my Speaking of god! Speaking watching it live is uh, during the cold opens on Tool Time. Is that the real studio audience? I forget. Yes, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Well, okay, so thought. let's go into the 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 deep dive here. We start on Tool Time, and to answer your question, yes. Although I want to say in these later seasons, they have started planting additional like crew and and family members of the cast is to kind of fill diversity, out. Maybe to fill out. Maybe. Just well, I wouldn't. Audience, I, I wouldn't put it. <laughs> To them to make an effort to be diverse, <laughs> more are, just are to you... be more photogenic or more active on on screen. I'm or implying that the people watching Home Improvement are white people, and they're going to be the ones to go see the show. Is what I was implying. Well, no, I, I think you're 100 percent correct on that. Uh, but we no, I but like I've noticed because in this episode we get an early shot of the of mm-hmm. the studio audience at Tool Time, and there's a couple of like like middle aged Asian women, you know, kind of real old yeah, lady. They're, they're the family members of our first character actor who will. Get <laughs> At the end of this, at the end wow. of the scene, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Landon, you're like you're you, with the research you do on this. You're like a like well, a I don't know. I'm just making I, I'm making an assumption. I don't. Landon's know a real about. Sam Donaldson here. This is some serious <laughs> journalistic integrity. I'm 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 in awe. Please keep going, Landon. This is brilliant stuff. We start on tool time. Heidi introduces uh, the show. She's dressed in fireman's garb. She's still pregnant. Yeah, maternity H- hiding though. that hiding that bump with the big old coat. Yep. Do you guys <laughs> have a a, a tool gl- tool girl preference? Not to be objectifying about it, but between Heidi and Lisa. 
Lisa played by Pamela Anderson. Right. For the first two seasons. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 as much as I loved uh, uh, Pamela Anderson as a teenage boy in the '90s, that was you know, but I, you got to go. She with was Heidi. a teenage boy in the '90s. <laughs> she was such a great actress. She makes me so confused. confused. Is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff. I have to rethink uh, things. It's, as... it's, uh, frankly, I think that her role in Barbed Wire was underrated, but that that. <laughs> Uh, for me, I was uh, Heidi. Heidi always Heidi. was yep. the the person that would introduce t- Tool Time to me. Like that. Okay. That's the the OG. As a as I mentioned, thirteen year old boy, very horny at the time. <laughs> uh, it didn't matter uh, which <laughs> woman was on the screen. But now, as a, as a as an adult pansexual man, I'm honestly focusing on Al. I think he's just a hoot. Right, hand it up. Thank you. I would take ah. Al, Al. Let's go to the movie, man. I'll get you off the cast of Pin Fifteen. We'll go. We'll go get some, uh, you know, Outback Steakhouse, some blooming onions. Have a night of it, Al. I forget I, your I'm with real you, name, Bo. but yeah. Bo, did you listen to every episode of our podcast and just kind of figure out all of Landon's and my memes about? No, like, Truman, what we it, like it, and It's what... inherent in who Al is. No, because Mike and I we bring up sexuality with a wrestler named Sting a lot on our show, and I think Al. <laughs> He we uses do. that we same do. sexuality yeah. that Sting uses. I have to. I have to just a quick wrestling tangent here. Uh-huh. I'm Sting mm. curious because I only watched WWE or WWF as it was yeah. known in the day. I never saw the WCW, so I. I've, but I saw images of Sting, and as I said on your show, I was so attracted to wrestlers in face paint. Right, and Sting was the ultimate face paint wrestler. And so I wanted his action figure. I wanted to watch his matches, but he was never on yeah. uh, anything well, I've seen. Mike, we know what we're gonna find for Truman when he when they when he comes back. When y'all shows. come he's, back, we're gonna have some he's Sting content. I think he's fucking great. Is yeah. is is St- speaking as someone who watched Rocky Horror Picture Show for the first time relatively recently? Is Sting mm. kind of like Doctor Frankenfurter, where you're kind of into it, even though like. You know it's a dude. <laughs> You're like, thinking but... of Gold Dust would be more of that androgynous. Oh character. yeah, yeah Gold yeah, Dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sting yeah, is gold more dust. face paint, but more brooding, silent type. So maybe if you mm. were like in an emo phase in middle school, you'd be yeah. like, "Oh, I kind of like that mysterious guy." <laughs> Sting is like if you took the greatest uh, high school athlete you ever saw, and he was like a state champion in three different sports, uh, yeah. but he was also a really nice guy and like was really cool to the people that Aww. weren't born with the like athletic gifts that he was and like recognize that being a, a human being is more than just than being you know having big muscles and being able to like <laughs> v- letter in three sports um and like d- you know d- date girls in your high school <laughs> like that's sting and then sting is if you took the crow and you made that <laughs> he, movie. Yeah. He ripped not, off the crow. Yeah, it, yeah I was you made that movie crow. not suck. <laughs> <laughs> and I think what Mike's truly hinting at is that Al Borland embodies all of that surfer mm-hmm. dude to uh, goth ripoff to in TNA Impact. He was Joker Sting. He kind of ripped off Heath Ledger a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's no. Al Borland. Al, Al's saying. an enigma. Al's an enigma, and Sting is also an enigma. When that fire hose is coming out in the cold open, Al's fucking loving it. Yes. But we don't know that because he's yeah. an enigma. 
<laughs> you can get back to your deep dive, Landon. All right, let's I, get back to the deep dive. Yeah, we, yeah. We get Forty-seven minutes into the episode, we are now in the first second of the cold open. <laughs> Heidi introduces the show. <laughs> And the fireman's garb. Why? Because they're talking about fire safety this week. Uh, the grunt creep appears. He comes up on a little fire ladder. A point point of order, boys. Uh, the grunt creep is the anthropomorphized home improvement logo that comes up with and the feet walks that gets yeah. built yeah. in the yeah. credits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim and Al come out. They're also dressed up in uh, in garb in in fireman's garb. Yeah. Uh, they make burn jokes and they have uh, jackets draped over their arms. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they show off that last week we showed you how to treat an electrical burn, and Tim reluctantly shows off the bandage yep. on his arm. Good and then writing, like, and, it's good. And it was good writing because also none of this was a none, a lot of these cold opens normally turn on like jokes about Al and Al's yeah. appearance, and in this it was just jokes about them hurting themselves. Um, okay, so this is where my notes are going to really pale in comparison to your recent watch of this. Uh, my next note is they are introducing thing. Wow, Landon. Wow. <laughs> Landon's thing is that he doesn't pay super close attention to the goings-on of the episode, but laser-hawk-like focus on background details of the set dressing yeah. and set design. So, is this in the cold open, you notice? They're, what'd they're, you say again? In the cold open. They are introducing thing. They are introducing thing. Man, maybe might have been incorrect. the fire alarm to get to start what, the joke. What they, I think, what yeah, they Yeah, they're, introduce, they're introducing is a smoke alarm. That you, everybody needs a smoke alarm in their house. I did. Right. I got it right. I got it right. <laughs> yes. And if you're Tim, you'll want to wear one on your belt, Al says. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Great joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great joke. But then they, uh, then they get to the, the real main event, the, mm-hmm. the main course of this, uh, this fire safety-related meal. I also wondered, like, when they're talking about, like, oh, you need to have a f- smoke alarm and a chemical fire extinguisher. It's like, yep. do they get a tax kickback for doing fire safety on home improvement? <laughs> like, is I it was like thinking... The, yeah, the 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 when they showed the the smoke alarm that it was product placement, but then oh. that was used to get to the ultimate joke at the end of the cold open. So like, yeah. is it product placement? I don't know. I mean, it's product placement for Binford. Binford yeah. pays for tool time. <laughs> uh, but so they show off the Binford sixty one hundred home fireman, which is basically a fire hose that plugs right into the water line of your house. Seems yep. wildly impractical to me. <laughs> which why would be perfectly do fitting for the Taylor household? <laughs> yeah, but like. I don't know. Like, I've just never, like, I don't know. I feel like a chemical fire extinguisher that you can take with you anywhere and is not, like, tethered, probably a better, you know, it's not for me to, to litigate no, the logic Now, what are you show. going to do if there are terrorists on the bottom floor of your house and you are stuck without shoes on the top floor of your house and you have to jump out a window? You're going to wish you had that fire hose. Oh, that's true. I don't think it would hold the weight, though. I think it would snap right out of that window and that, or the, out of the wall. And also the cabinetry that was so 1990s. <laughs> like, you look at the cabinet the hose yeah. came out of, and I said, hey, that was made in the 90s. Mm. Yes. Cabinet. I, I think that if I was on, if I was in that situation where I had to jump off of the top floor of the thing and swing back down, mm-hmm. I, I rather than being resourceful with the fire hose, I think I would just cry. I think I would just feel like, well, I'm going to die now, I guess. Like, I would just accept my fate. Yeah. Like, and don't forget that you are in your own house, so you could theoretically just walk into your closet and put on more shoes and socks. So you would don't have to be barefoot. Mm. 
would still. I do not have great coping mechanisms, guys. Truman, I mean, everyone who knows me knows really, this. Truman, this really you should have started the fire in the first place. I, you know, well, I didn't start the fire. In fact, it's always been burning. But this you know, great. Yeah, it's a great look, thought thought experiment. We just uh... rock and roller <laughs> cola war. I can't take it anymore. So we. <laughs> They 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 are showing off the Binford sixty one hundred home yeah, firemen. Yeah. Tim has Al, to one up it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So first first Al is trying to show it off. Tim turns on the water. Al accidentally sprays a guy off camera. Very upset by this. But then <laughs> Tim announces that oh no wait I've got an even better version of this. I've added more power to the concept of a fire hose for your home. <laughs> and Al starts warning the entire audience, get out of here if you don't want to get wet. Yeah. Al, yeah, yeah. He says. Like, you know, Tim Tim has Heidi wheeling out this massive, massive, like, cabinet that looks like just a bigger version of the one they've just had. And Al is saying, Tim, I don't want to get wet. The audience doesn't want to get wet. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> my note here in all caps from three weeks ago is just, Al sees where this is going. I love it. Yeah. I was wow, very that's just a true statement. Yeah. And uh, then, then Al just basically goes, like, Tim says, ladies and gentlemen, the the, he hits Tim the Taylor, home fireman. And Al just runs off camera and yells, everybody take cover! <laughs> and it's great. But what does it turn out to be? Bo, you was love it, this. Was Why it, you tell us what it turns out to be? Turns out to be a big man, I think, right? A big tall man, big strong, <laughs> strong man that apparently has uh, family in the audience, it sounds it's, like. It's the home fireman, yeah. uh, who, which is an actual person inside a box uh, dressed in fireman garb. This is uh, a character actor. I'm only, I'm only, he doesn't have a line, but I'm going to call him out anyway because um, he is credited. His name is Warren Tabata. He has 14 credits, uh, and I'll just give you a, a sampling so that we can play our metagame. Was he on ER? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Before Home Improvement, he was on an episode of The Next Generation. Uh-huh. He was in the movie. Uh, he, he, maybe he's good friends with Steven Seagal, guys, because not only was he in On Dudley Ground. He was also in Under Siege 2. Oh, he said Steven Seagal and Mike perked right up. When <laughs> yeah. You, wow. You're speaking Mike's love language right now. <laughs> After this episode of Home Improvement aired, he was on General Hospital. Was this guy on the TV show that was on NBC in the 90s into the 2000s? Truman, Created hard. by Michael Creighton, named ER. He's been on a show with hospital in the title. Yeah, but that's <laughs> fucked me over before, Bo. You have okay. not followed I the song. It, it would be fucking crazy if he wasn't on ER, right? Like that, this is this is fucking me up, you guys. This is you also think... can we can we just really quick talk about how Tim was like to himself aside quietly was like Al's gonna think I'm gonna get everybody wet. Guess what? I've got a beefcake in this cabinet. <laughs> like th that was his shit inside before they went on. He was like, <laughs> I got this beefcake in this cabinet. Like that Al was what this fucking. It's a weird joke. Like it's a strange. <laughs> It is. It's a strange joke to be like, to be like, ah, yeah, the home fireman. Oh, guess what, Al? That's a beefcake. All right, that's <laughs> that's just an aside. That's an aside. It would be weird if this dude Warranted. was on fucking yes. ER. I will. I would say. I will say that that Tool Time. More and more, I get the impression that Tool Time is a lot like a podcast, and that it's just two dudes who know each other really well doing weird bits to fuck with the other dude, yeah. and the yeah. the audience is just a just a unfortunate collateral captive. damage. Yeah, just... yeah, collateral damage. Yeah, exactly. They're just like yeah. publicly clowning each other. I think Chalupas are on... writing on this. Yes. Chalupas are writing. Chalupas. Yeah, thank you. We have the title locked in. This is uh, the first of two character actor corners this episode. Oh, 
God, so my, much pressure. My vibe is going to be that typically if they were on a show like NYPD Blue, I assume that 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 they were also on ER. It he seems was like not this... on NYPD Blue. That's one of the clues. Yeah. So I'm going to say, was he on Frasier or Cheers? This this isn't bear on the game. I just like those shows. Those are also very valid clues that you can ask for. <laughs> he, really was not va- on, no. he was not on Cheers. <laughs> he was not on Frasier. That information has literally never helped me once. I just like to know. Okay. You I'm have one more say, clue if you want it. Give, give me the other clue. What's the other clue? He was not on NCIS. Oh, he's not on NCIS. <laughs> well, not a clue. It's not Thank helpful. <laughs> I'm going to say no, he was not on ER. You are right. He was not on ER. Oh, two Chalupa <laughs> points. We are halfway to the Chalupas, guys. So yeah. Truman has to get... The next the character guy. actor, and okay. I have to guess the correct amount of right uh, grunts in this episode. Now, do the one I just did and the one Mike did earlier, do those count, or it has to be in the episode? <laughs> those do not count. It, Truman, what are the rules? <laughs> As I've stated literally 10 million times on this show, it has to be Tim doing a grunt, and it has to... The, the grunt... It, Tim's grunts in the opening credits don't count, and... It doesn't a grunt when he is talking, doing it. So he's going, oh, yeah, oh, that's really good. That's not <laughs> a grunt. That's not a grunt. It has it, to it's be only when it goes, or, It has to or, be or, yeah. or, silence, grunt, silence is what it yes, sounds yes. like. Yes, okay. yeah. Thank um, you. So, okay. So, okay. continue. Anyway, we, go from this, we, we go from this really on the point uh, beefcake in a box joke <laughs> into the theme song. Gentlemen, uh, what are your impressions of this theme song? Here comes Timmy's tool man. Here comes Timmy's a tool man. He's going to build all kinds of things and maybe fix your car. He's a Tim, the tool man. I think it's the first time you've ever read So what's the second verse, Mike? What was it? I think it's the same melody. I've got a lot of cars. I've got a lot of tools. I've got a lot of kids. I've got a... Single wife. Credenza. I don't know if you know this, but I am not polyamorous. I only have one wife. Her name is Jill. That's a good. Uh, I love it. I once that. That doesn't count. What? Once, once it came on, the song came on again. Yeah. This was what now at like nine oh six a.m. Yeah. yeah, but I got pumped, y'all, when I heard that jam come up. It's the I, trigger for nostalgia. I yeah. forgot about the paper mache craft work opening kind of thing. Yeah. I was like, "Oh fuck, yeah, they're building fun. it," and I know it changes over the seasons yeah. as well. I believe it's not, not as often. Not as, as you often. Think. Yeah, you'd think we've been waiting for it because if you don't, if you may have noticed, it's the boys in the intro are like much seven, younger. Eight, nine or yeah, something. Yeah, right. boys in the yeah. show, yeah. and then we cut to Marines in training. Once they yeah. get into the episode, <laughs> like like Brad is like he looks like a soldier. I've said this in every episode, but he just is so big. Yeah, and it's weird for me to talk this way about a boy who is 15 years old and I'm 32, but he's just very it's big. Totally weird. Was, if you act, it weird. was that his actual age at the time, or was I think he three was, or four years older? I want to now. I want to say 15 is exactly right. He, he could have been wow. in Desert Storm, except that Desert Storm was several years before this. <laughs> yeah. But yes, like, if he went back in time five years, he could have been yeah. in Desert Storm. Could have been on Iraqi Freedom, though. Yeah, true, true. Well, we cut from the theme song back <laughs> to home, the where Brad is generation. where Brad is doing homework, um, while Tim and Jill are looking over some mail that uh, they just brought in from outside. 
Yes, and, and it turns out that Ant Deus Ex Machina, Ant Plot Device, <laughs> Ant MacGuffin has died. And Ant, uh, Is that what Sharon stands for? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Sh- Sharon uh, stands for she has a reason <laughs> on... Okay, so anyway, uh, let's just <laughs> forget that I started off going for that. Um, but yeah, she never spent money on anything, Aunt mm-hmm. Sharon. Uh, according to Tim, she made her own salt... Gandhi style, and <laughs> that, and so she has then left all of this money, fifty six thousand yeah. dollars, to Jill and her sisters, with the stipulation that it should all be spent on her. How much exactly does Jill have? Well, we don't exactly know, but it's well, apparently they, enough to buy a car. We do get a very brief interlude of Tim lamenting how much the government is going to take. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we don't dwell on that too much. Uh. Just. Uh, Hey, Bill but Clinton she, was president. He's going to end welfare as we know it, you know? Before before uh, taxes are factored into it, she gets $56,000. Which is like a million dollars now. That is <laughs> so much money. That's so much money in 1996. <laughs> oh, that's so Jesus. much money. <laughs> you, uh, that's, like half, that's like half a house. <laughs> And in Michigan, too. That's probably like four houses. It's like half the price of the house that I would buy for Al, you know, because I love Al. (laughs) Al has a cabin that he's building by hand in the upper part of Michigan. What a man. Love him. We haven't had an update on Al's Al's cabin in a while. I hope that's going well. I bet it's it's in between stages right now because he doesn't quite know what he wants to do with it with his uh, engagement to uh, Eileen. Oh, Eileen. Is she going to want to live there? Forgot you don't about know. Her. Did he yeah, start yeah. building it before their relationship? So is it built for two people, or was he just building himself a refuge for uh, himself to go a fortress of solitude, if you will? I think Al's always. Dies. I think Al's always thinking of other people. So he's building. He's mm. got like two or three extra rooms in that cabin. You know, <laughs> Al's always thinking of other people, but Al is not part of a set. Al is Al. Like Al is yeah. not one of two. And you get the 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 pair that comes in the fucking box. Like Al exists, you know. Al is. Al is. He always was. Always will be. He was here before us. It will be here when we're gone. And I'm just gonna say, Fortress of Alitude. Wait, hold on, Truman. That's great, but. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, Bo. Now you out Truman me. Alpha and Omega. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop. Alpha and Omega. Everyone move the hands left and right. L- listeners, Bo said before we started recording, he was going to tone it down a bit for this episode. He said, I'm being yeah. serious. Yeah. So they're talking about what to uh, do with this absurd yeah. amount of money. And Jill says, I could take a trip. Tim says, we could go to Indy. Jill says, I could buy a lot of clothes. Tim I love says, the indie you could joke. Wear them to indie. I you love like the, in, the continual indie joke. I just think it's so funny because I know it's indie 5,000, 3,000, 4,000, whatever it is. But 500. I like 500. 500. That's okay. He's that calling it scene. Just he's calling it indie, bucks. and it made me chuckle. I'm, I'm pulling back. <laughs> Also, also like the, the notion of like going to Indy being something that would require a lot of money when Indianapolis is like one state. Oh, Landon, you're from Michigan. It's close, right? Well, you have to go over an entire lake. Well, they, 
can do that, right? They have they have tools for that. Boats, Wait, well, Indiana. Well, I don't know. It's uh, yes. You don't need fifty six thousand dollars to get from Michigan to Indiana. You don't need fifty six thousand dollars to have a weekend in Indianapolis. You do if you're taking an Austin Healy. Yeah. Well, yeah. He breaks down throughout the trip. Um. Yeah. So let's get to the stipulation. So she's saying. Uh, you know, I have to spend it on myself. Did we cover that already? I mean, we yeah, said yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, preamble, yeah, but yeah. Um, uh, so Jill says, you know what? Uh, she starts thinking about. I don't. Maybe it's because Tim is being so pushy, and Jill's thinking, "God damn, I wish I hadn't married you. Who was I dating before <laughs> you? <laughs> oh yeah, my previous boyfriend had a car that I loved. Yeah, and so she wants to buy an uh, like she wants to buy a sports car. She wants to buy a little sports car." And this, to me, kind of, on the one hand, raised a red flag. Like, wait, Jill, Jill, that's the one thing, that's the thing Jill wants to buy is a car? Because, like, Jill is into, like, opera and culture and other things, and it's a little, a little out of left field that she'd want a car. But maybe, maybe it's telling of Jill's character, though. Maybe she feels an obligation uh, to be culturally diverse by forcing herself to go to opera and uh, doing library fundraisers. Uh, maybe this yeah. is like what? What's the one thing that I don't have uh, that I could just not think of it? Like what's what's the garbage television I could dump into my brain version of spending money? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I can see that. I, I you know I, I can I can both see the or again, for Jill. Maybe she's thinking I fucking hate my husband. What's the one thing I know that will piss him off? How, how can I torture Tim in this in eternal sexy chess game they play of <laughs> fighting each other and yeah. then resolving it by having sex? That was a big yeah. theme in seasons one through three. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Tim gets super excited that she wants to buy this car and Tim takes her, you know, Tim immediately gets too into this and decides yeah. to take her to his car dealership to meet his car guy, Jerry. Yeah, I love <laughs> we, Jerry. We get a, a transition, a car transition. A car transition okay. takes us from the Taylor household to the car lot. Guys, is it weird seeing transitions? Um, oh, yeah, you guys aren't used to these. It's it doesn't exist on other TV shows. Do they do it on every single transition? Or just, just about, some? just about. To, to, I'd to, say to, one or two per episode. They don't where it like mm-hmm. fades to black to make a poignant point. Mm. Uh, but it is almost every single transition, and it's definitely in every episode. It's and a, it's, it's definitely a, been escalating. <laughs> I love it because again, I was excited about the opening. Mm-hmm. So seeing these transitions again were just like a brief reminder of the opening, getting me you know excited again. But Mike, how how do you, do you love? Did you love the transitions, Mike? <laughs> Leading the witness. Okay. I mean, yeah. sustained. That's what I thought. Yeah, well, I, 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 I distinctly remember the transitions from when I was a kid and thinking, yeah. like, oh, that's neat. Why doesn't every show like, do this? Oh, that's neat. Yeah, like, oh, this is this is home improvement right here. Um, now, looking back as I'm watching it, it is strange because typically there you would have a commercial break. Mm-hmm. You would have a, your B plot. You know your your secondary story that would you would switch back to in order to sort of get forward in time in your A story. Uh, or they'd but have, I, I, they'd have like the uh, external shot of the building you're going into, like Seinfeld's yeah. apartment shot or coffee shop. <laughs> cheer the cheers sign. You know you're going in there. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Or, it's or just, just it, a black title with with yeah. white 
words on it on Frasier that is <laughs> yeah. kind of like a fun <laughs> double entendre. It's Frasier. nice. Go on, it, Mike. It, it, no, it just feels like um, someone that is 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 determined to walk in a straight line, like no matter what's in front of them. They're like, we're gonna go from plot point to plot point in this chronological order no matter what and we'll do whatever we have to do to get there <laughs> if it means that we have to animate a cheesy transition to so that time elapses so that we can get to the next plot point that's what we'll do <laughs> and that is what they did <laughs> it, it is again much as much as uh, uh, Ian Malcolm warned in Jurassic Park, uh, the plot will find a way and it will crash through barriers dangerously if necessary. Yeah, uh, to, oh. to get there, to get there. Um, well, speaking of barriers, um, we have to cross a barrier in a median of road as we're turning into the car lot, where yes. Tim introduces Jill to Beautiful. Jerry, Tim's car guy. Yeah, and Jerry uh, is yeah, instantly what's, what's creepy. Jerry's deal? What is his deal? I don't know. <laughs> because the first the first thing he says to <laughs> Tim is, I knew you had a good-looking Mustang. I didn't know you had a good-looking wife. <laughs> Tim thanks, rightly thanks, says, thanks, dial it back. <laughs> yeah. like, Which makes me wonder, what are Tim and Jerry talking about when Jill's not there? <laughs> like, like, you know, oh, dial it back for, for the old ball and chain. But, like, <laughs> it's, it's a weird... Jerry is being... You shouldn't sell cars when horny. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Then you're never selling cars. I, I get what well, if you're David Cronenberg and crashing at the mere sight of a car, uh, you know, it's uh, just like uh, Alec Baldwin says in Glengarry Glenn Ross. A.B.H. Always be horny. There's so many names in this episode. All these names are flying around. <laughs> you know, I'm running out of water because water's for closers. I got no water. <laughs> I've seen movies, Mike. I've seen Glenn so Harry, Glenn Ross. Seen, you haven't seen Dirty Harry, but you've seen the the film adaptation of a David Mamet play. That just seems like a <laughs> it's little a good movie, you know. That is <laughs> fucking weird that you've seen Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. That is so weird to me. That's the weirdest thing that I know about you. That and then I like seen, it a lot. That you can quote Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Uh, for, for, Forrest Gump, uh, never heard of it, but oh man, that scene in My Dinner with Andre when they talk about the nature of art, oh man, that really that really spoke to me. Oh I mean, you haven't seen My Dinner with Andre. Well, no, I haven't, but I've seen fucking Forrest Gump. I've seen Forrest Gump. <laughs> okay, well then, good. We've all seen Forrest Gump on this call. Uh, oh God, spoke so, to me. Jerry is trying to push uh, car after car, these muscle cars, on Jill. And uh, Tim is saying, yeah, man, that is a great car. I think you should go with that one, Jill. And what's Jill Jill's opinion about all these things? Jill does uh, Jill does not want to be pushed. Jill doesn't want to have a muscle car. She doesn't no. even really want to be at this dealership because she's been doing her own research. But Tim and Jerry together have formed this kind of awful tag team of trying to get Jill to buy a car she doesn't want. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, oh, get an El Camino. It's like a car plus a truck. You'd love it. Or, oh, get this GTO. And Jill keeps saying, no, 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 I don't want it. And Tim is saying, that's great. That's perfect. This is We're, get, we're negotiating with him. And she's saying, like, no, 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 that's not it. And finally, she winds up getting so pissed off at them that she just, like, walks away and gets in her car and leaves and strands Tim there. With uh, one of the best line deliveries I've heard of Jill's in a long time. She gives a really snarky, goodbye, Timmy, goodbye, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, because when, when, they first, when they first walk up, Jerry's like, Timmy! And, yeah, it's a, it's a callback. I also want to say one thing. Yeah, yeah. Just, just one say thing. Say two things if you want. Two 
I do we have time when they get there <laughs> the, to the car we're seeing this pan over the car lot mm-hmm, one of mm-hmm. the cars parked there is a mini cooper with a union jack painted on its roof <laughs> and shadowing i, I tr- one yes two okay so i guess i'm saying one it's foreshadowing the second thing I don't know if I saw that car in an Austin Powers movie. I don't know if it was a car in the We Britain episodes of uh-huh. Arrested Development in season three. That car is a picture car that has been in some TV shows or it movie. I just know might it. Have I been know I've seen in it. the iconic motion picture remake of the British TV show The Mod Squad. Yeah, we've all Could seen been that. that. We, yeah, we've all seen that one. That one's I there. remember the trailers. It might have for been that. in Spice World, the motion picture adaptation of the Spice Girls' career. It's very I possible like... it was in Spice World. Could have been in the Avengers. Uh, it could not, have been not, in... not, not the Marvel Avengers, the right. uh, adaptation of the British oh, TV show. The with, Avengers. Oh yes, with, the vastly uh, more successful uh, Voldemort. Yeah, Voldemort yeah, was in it. yeah. Ray Fiennes is in it, and I forget the the the, the female lead. I feel like uh, I, f- I, feel like, I feel like was <laughs> Uma. No, Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Oh, Uma Thurman for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think same that, syllables. Uh, I think that everything with a Union Jack on it was requisitioned mm-hmm. to be in the movie Spice World, and may well also <laughs> yeah. have then been left over for uh, the Avengers, the more successful movie than the one with uh, Chris Evans. So. Before um, we get out of the scene, we have a character actor corner to do, sir. Of course, for Jerry. Ding, yes, ding, of ding, ding, ding. Oh, Jerry. Shit. We love the Jerry. Car- Not the first Jerry we've had on this uh, show before, but um, this Jerry is a car dealer. He's played by an actor by the name of Drew Pillsbury. It's a good he name. He has 49 credits. Oof. Before Home Improvement, he appeared on The Young and the Restless, Moonlighting, Dallas, Moonlighting. and mm. Newhart. After okay. this episode, he was on an episode of JAG. And your clues, he was in an episode of NYPD Blue, and he was in an episode of CSI. Where does it say on like where in the line of secession he is for the Pillsbury dough for? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, well, first it goes vice dough, then you go down to secretary of dough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's probably fourth or fifth down the line. That's why okay, that's why he's focusing on acting. Yeah. Oh right. my god, this exactly. dude was on he was on fucking ER. He he was on He has I I forty nine credits. I would agree based on the based on the fact that he was on NYPD Blue mm-hmm. and <laughs> like I they clearly, filmed they clearly, filmed down the street from each other. So. <laughs> <laughs> clearly his agent and the casting directors like knew like had him pigeonholed uh-huh. for like drama stuff. So, yeah, y- y- yes, he was on I, I, ER. The stakes are so high. The stakes are high. We we are running three for three. Or two ah, for two with... yes! No, no, no. Wait. He was not on ER. Ah! <laughs> Truman has left the room. It's We're doing the rest Mike. of the episode without him. Um, that ex- that yell from Mike is something that happens on our show from time to time when it's a two out of three falls match and we forget af- before the first fall and we're either mad or super happy. And like, oh, no, they still got two more falls. Still got two more falls. <laughs> no chalupas. Which Truman, game. I, not to not to put too much emphasis on the end of this episode, but I feel so confident in this week's grunt count guest. Great, great dude, great dude. <laughs> well, fu- well, good thing. Good. Yeah, if, if I decided you a knife. Want to be very clear as to who lost the chalupas for our listeners? Out of my back, 
Or you're fucking twisting it, you... Uh. <laughs> I, well, I, I knew he believe. wasn't on ER, but I, I wasn't allowed to answer, so, you know, we couldn't... <laughs> I can't believe the dude wasn't on ER! He was not He's on making ER. the rounds around the block for all the sets, and he didn't get to ER? <laughs> How are you not on ER? It's statistically impossible to not be on ER credits? at that point. 49. Yeah. Does it say and, anywhere mm-hmm. in there if he's a vampire? Because if George Clooney's on the set of ER, we already know based off prior discussion that he's he, killed Cheech Marin, so he will kill this guy if he's a vampire. He is a vampire, but he appeared uh-huh. uh, on ER after uh, George Clooney oh, left. Seems, oh, seems like an edge case if you ask me. I feel like I should get it for the vampire <laughs> shit. Drew <sighs> Pillsbury, not on ER. We get a no-sale transition from the car lot back home where Jill is on the computer uh, when the boys come in. And this Brad is asks the, this is the uh, worst. if she bought a car. This is the worst part is that they just expect me to go back to, like, making the podcast. Like, I can just be a normal guy now. Like, yeah. I have to, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't catch, you didn't catch the, uh, you know, you didn't catch the touchdown. So you're just expected to go back to practice the next day. Yeah, exactly. All the, you got to get back looking on at the you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I, I know what it's like for, for sporting peeps. So, yeah, they go back and, like, some shit's happening at home. Like, right, they got the car. <laughs> yeah. the only one who watched this episode recently. <laughs> We rely on you. Brad asks if she bought a car. She says she's de- uh, did, but Tim doesn't know about it yet. Yes, and uh, and so then the boys are immediately like, "You bought a car without telling Dad? Okay, so who's gonna get custody of us?" Like it's <laughs> good it's joke. Really, really funny. Really solid delivery. And JTT. I want to. I want to point out here. Yes, exactly. Because JTT is the one that delivers this punchline. As we've been reading, totally JTT, the unauthorized biography of Jonathan Taylor Thomas by Michael Ann Hurd. Uh, Johns. It, it become Michael Ann Johns. My bad. Um, it does become more apparent watching the show how much they are setting up JTT for uh, his teen heartthrob isms. Man, man, and then he and then he fucking bucks that trend and goes fuck acting. I'm going back to school and never coming back. <laughs> fucking teen Bob less mag. sexy than college. <laughs> My dad full on thinks JTT is gay. By the way, we were talking like we were talking on the phone like a week ago, and I mentioned something about Jonathan Taylor Thomas and like the show, and Dad's like, "Yeah, he's gay, right?" And I was like, "I, I don't." think so i mean we're reading a biography of him and it hasn't come up yet that is a thing like uh, parents because my parents are in their 60s as well just like this they've they've decided something in their head like yeah that yeah. person yeah like my my dad with uh it's not you know sexuality but just tom cruise like yeah he's a bad actor he's bad at everything like why do you feel that he's way just decided that, i just yeah. don't like him that tom it's like all right cool uh, well I, but you I, know my I mom think... has done the same thing actually she hates <laughs> tom cruise and now i hate tom cruise it's hereditary <laughs> to truman and bo's point no it does not matter at all whatsoever no, not not in the slightest but no. to truman's parents point yeah. i think what's interesting is that in their lifetime you know uh when they were kids being out wasn't a thing there just mm. wasn't out people in Hollywood. So they have seen the full spectrum of people coming out from Rock Hudson being, you know, uh, kind of a, a scandal of that coming out to uh, Ooh, learning Hudson. about Montgomery Clift and, you know, a bunch of other people. So I think to them, it is more of a fascination of going, oh, really? I didn't, it's more didn't of a, realize. Oh, 
oh kind of moment. Yeah, yeah. My, 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 exactly. par- my parents' life has been just a series of being astounded that people are gay and then being astounded that their son <laughs> isn't gay. And it's just like, <laughs> wow, we, we, like, up is down, down is up. We don't know how to predict these things. We're supportive no matter what. <laughs> like every, every 10 seconds, Truman's parents are like, you know, it's okay. You can love anyone you want. <laughs> <laughs> we don't judge. You can just love anyone. Love anyone. We don't judge you. We love you no matter what, sweetheart. And Truman's hey, like, Mike, yeah, I, I know. I did I tell you? Front work exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> when I came out to my mom as Pan last holiday, uh-huh. she's broken up about it because she's <laughs> Southern conservative. She's, don't tell your dad. Don't tell your dad. Yeah. I didn't. And then she said, <laughs> "He listens to the show, by the way." Oh, fuck. He probably, <laughs> again. He walks just like like. Okay, well, I'll get back to my point. But yeah. when when Tim came oh, in the door nice. from from walking from the dealership home, that's when I saw his gait and the way his shirt is tucked into those color slacks. It's like <laughs> fuck. That's my dad. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, when I told when I told him, Mike, this is the this is the the, the exclusive. That I'm, it's not yeah. going to be on our show because I can uh-huh. hide it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's my mom goes, Mike. It, are you and Mike together? I was like, no, he's my comedy partner. Because she had heard me say partner at once in a while. And I, 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 I had never had a reason to tell you, but you, this is the response I thought I would get. So it's great, and you're like, you know, no, we, we, we invented something together. We, we, we invented the hula hoop together. We're not, oh, we're not lovers. We're not lovers, mother. Michael and I have never fucked, mother. Anyway, okay, I'll get it's, back to your plot. No, also, also <laughs> funny. Suicida. Also, also funny because you know uh, the the way that I know Mike. Mike and I were comedy partners in college and yeah. worked very closely to create a public access comedy show that the world will never see. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people then also assumed that we were gay because we spent all our time together making this show. And it was like we're not gay. We're just making a show about ourselves being friends with each we're other, just fucking each other in the script. What? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not it's simulated because it's cinema verite. It's tastefully done. <laughs> Very you put tasteful. in brackets, tasteful. It's written yeah. in there. It says tasteful. That's fun. That's how you know you got a good friendship going is if other people are like, eh, maybe they're doing it <laughs> on the side. Like, maybe they're just doing a little stuff. You know? A bit of business and pleasure over there. Mixing All right, we're, t- we're getting to the end of this episode. I'm sorry it's been an hour and a half. Finish I it up, guys. I think we're halfway. Yeah, um, no. What? <laughs> Yeah, okay, we told okay, you guys this is going to be a 24-hour commitment, right? Yes. Okay. Tim comes back. Uh, Tim comes in, and he's still upset about being left at the car lot. Uh, yes. And then he acquiesces and says, you know what? This is a very odd move for Tim here to just out of nowhere on his own accord goes, you know what? You're right. I shouldn't have inserted myself where I shouldn't have been. Um, all I ask is that you just test a lot of cars before you buy one, and I'll stay out of the picture. Like, yeah. that. Where is that Tim been for all of our lives? It, amazing. It was great. Yeah. I loved seeing it. Uh, and Brad, the cue, of course, Brad coming out of the garage uh, and says that, hey, Ma, you bought a great car. I yeah. love good nice timing. Nice car, Mom. And so then, and then Tim says, you bought a car without me? And then Randy says, yeah, we're moving in with her. And uh, <laughs> he goes into yeah. the garage to go see the car and he cries, it's British. 
Yeah, it's a 67 Austin Healey, as mentioned before. And Tim is upset because he says, I don't know anything about British cars. And Jill goes, that was a big selling point. <laughs> and now, 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 I want to call out Jill a little bit here. We've seen her dabble with hobbies in the past. We all remember the pottery wheel incident. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> where have we seen that pottery wheel since she was so interested in getting into pottery? We haven't. That's where. So Tim when she says... Space. I thought that I would get a car and learn a little bit about it, learn to do the work myself. Uh, Tim buckles over in laughter. Now, I don't agree with Tim's reaction to her, but I do think Jill has kind of lofty ideas of what she's going to do with this car. I, I, I'm sorry, you all have, you have more stuff to say. I was going to say that that uh, that irritated me because I was like, if I had if I had a lady or a partner that was into what I was into, that's fucking great. That's yeah, not, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, on the one hand, I see where I a little bit see where Tim is coming from because it's like English. The one thing I know about cars is that British cars are like really like shittily made and difficult to maintain. Like they're famous for that, and so it's like parts. Yeah. If so, if you're so if this is if it's like yeah, I want to learn about cars. I'm gonna start working with the hardest, most persnickety type of car. I'd be like, well, now pump the brakes. But still, Tim's reaction is not right. He should just be like, I'm excited for you, honey. And like, this is going to be an adventure. But he doesn't do that. No, no because not. because Tim is 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 like us. Tim is an idiot. Tim is an insecure <laughs> piece of shit. That is like, he's like, oh, you're going to. Oh, I see. I see. I see. You're, you're going to learn to work. On a car that I don't even know how to work on because I only work on real cars. I only work on regular, right. real American cars. Like, no one knows how to work on English cars. Like, English, British cars are, you know, they run on kryptonite and stuff. Like, how They're are British, you, you know? You're not, gonna, you're not going to, you know, the stick shift is the steering wheel is all the way over on the other, you know. They, they, there's, they run on Pim's Cup and, and Kippers yeah. and, yeah. Yeah, American I get cars that. I get are that. like a rock. I get British that cars. terrible, stupid insecurity of like, of like feeling like, oh wait, that's my thing, and you yeah. are apparently gonna think that you're just gonna walk in and and learn how to work on a British car when I don't even, but that like that's my thing. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying I understand that stupid, idiotic reaction that he it, has. It, it would be like if somebody that we knew came to us and said. Hey, I'm gonna start a podcast. It's gonna be like Radio Lab or Serial or something, and we'll be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We make dumb bullshit podcasts <laughs> where guys, jo- where four white dudes joke around about shit." You're you can't possibly start doing a carefully edited, hard hitting, deeply researched, carefully mixed podcast. It's not possible. No one could do it because no one can't. can do that. But the, yeah. the joke on us is that by the end of this series, Jill becomes an expert British mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> She gives she, up psychology and just opens her up, opens up her own uh, mechanic. Between season BMW six and season mechanic. seven, her teeth just get so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Lowest hanging fruit of jokes. It's in a, right there on the floor. Um, anyway, he can't get over the fact that it's British, uh, and he continually berates her decision and then asks, well, okay, I, I have to take it for a ride. I at least have to see how this thing drives. And she's like, you ain't going anywhere near this thing, you, Mr. You, hey, you put down my car. You put me chest. down for you put me down for buying my car, and now you want my keys so you can drive it. Like she really lays into him for this. And yeah. it's sweet justice. I wrote hey. a note when I heard when she said this line. I wrote, <laughs> "Yes, Bill, your hands up." I said, "You you know, I'm beginning to think that Jill runs this house." Hmm. <laughs> 
That's the impression that I got. If you had any doubts about pants wearing, uh, <laughs> may be they be allayed. Oh. Uh, we get a um, all kinds of st- like a mystery science theater almost uh, all kinds of steel doors transitioning oh, us yeah. to a commercial. I don't quite understand the connection because um, there was the, no line about it. Uh, you know, keeping it under locks. And key. Yeah, but I, because it's understood that he's not allowed to have it, and she's protecting mm. the car from him. I'm and, just saying and, it's a it's a stretch of a transition. The, the grunt court rules that it's an acceptable bit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right um my we go from commercial to the kitchen tim is doing dishes and washing the counter as a guise uh the, the doesn't first want time ever doesn't want jill <laughs> catching a whiff of his uh his subtle little plan uh jill is about to leave and he says that uh, he has everything under control and, and he's eyeing the keys to this car that are sitting on the countertop yes her carpool is honked from outside to take her mm-hmm. to class and she's going to be home at 10 o'clock and then so Tim is eyeballing the keys, and we get something that we haven't really had before, which is Tim's internal monologue. And Weird. It was weird. <laughs> I wrote a note for that, too. I made a note on that, too. It, it's, What's and it's note? here to stay. My note was I really liked the sexy car VO. It does look fun <laughs> to drive. I can't drive stick, though, but I'd fuck that car. <laughs> That's what I wrote. That's the note I wrote at about 9.20. That is the subtext for sure. Yeah. Bo, you have eventful weekends. I love uh, that you have time code on your notes as well. Yeah, no, I just remember. I told you I remember this episode very well. I know why I wrote the note. I'm not like your note that you had earlier. What was it again? He gives him a thing over there. They introduce thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's eyeballing the keys in his head. It's like, oh, she left the keys. She's like, oh, I'm going to take the car for a drive. And then she stopped. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. And then she comes back, grabs the keys. The crowd goes absolutely insane. They are going <laughs> wild for this, as though Elton John came out and started playing the hits. They are nuts about this. I wrote, a, I wrote a note about that, too. Yeah, about okay. Elton John? No, the, the okay. crowd, the audience, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. they weren't laughing very much at the VO, and then as soon as Jill did something, they cracked up. So, like, fuck you, Tim, <laughs> is what I got from that. Fan favorite. Based, based on the, the audience is on our side. Sure, <laughs> yes. Uh, grabs the but keys, the, and Tim, Tim goes, oh, no. <laughs> the the mental, the inner monologue continues as he goes into the garage, which that yeah. surprised me. I thought yeah. that was going to be the end of it. It was a nice button. Everyone laughed at Jill grabbing the keys. But then it continued as he moved his way to the garage, and he starts eyeballing the car. And he says, oh, there's a new car in my garage, and I'm not allowed to drive it. I'm in Tim Taylor hell, which... I try to think of like what other things are in Tim Taylor Hill, and off the top of my head, opera music because Tim yeah. hates opera. Yeah, and and Therapy lots groups. of women who he has to treat as equals. I think yeah. those are the two. Is big Tim's ones. garage a TARDIS? <laughs> Over in, the course of the series, how many cars have uh-huh. you seen in that garage? And that garage uh, is a one-car garage. It is a well, weirdly small garage for how he, much time was, he spends he there. He built the first hot rod and then sold it, and then he's building a second hot rod, which is suspiciously S- absent from this episode. He's just parked outside for those mild-ass Michigan oh, winters they, that the area is so famous for. I was yeah. going to say, they do come in the front door a lot, but then, no, yeah. they come into the out of the garage a lot when they come home, too, a bunch. So, like... Yeah. Well, we, it's a magical TARDIS garage, I think. We, we, we Google Earthed uh, the area that they live in. <laughs> We try too hard on this show. (laughs) There is an alleyway that runs behind the houses. So theoretically, the driveway goes up along the side of the house where there's an extra room, uh, extra room in the backyard to park things. Now, Hmm. something uh, when I was rewatching this episode, my girlfriend was watching it with me and she made an interesting point. What 
how, a how many cars do they have b they have mm-hmm, three children mm-hmm. and yet they we know that they have like a hot rod that's being restored yeah some kind of muscle one. car that tim drives yep and then two. this two-seater convertible and don't where, forget jill's other car the one that have, he replaced after station he smashed wagon the as well away. yeah, yeah I, she so uh he smashed the studebaker in season three uh for that was jill's car and replaced it so they at least have three cars on top of this new Austin Healey. And none of them, though, even the one she has that's a station wagon, like, if I loved my children, well, if I had children and if I loved them, and neither of those is assured, I wouldn't <laughs> want to drive them around in a car from the 60s when, like, seatbelts were newfangled technology and airbags. Like, do they not just have, like, a van for their three children with some cargo space and shit? That's in Tim Taylor's hell, is minivans. <laughs> right. Sure. Yes. Um... Do, correct me if I'm wrong, but do, does every kid go through an episode where they're learning to drive? I feel like that's appropriate. Like we haven't gotten to them yet. Uh, Brad okay. is Even Brad's 15 now, enough? so okay. I bet I bet by the end of the season because I know that he gets his first job this season. So I bet by the end of the season we'll see him uh, learning to drive. There's just more. They're just gonna get more cars. Is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Their house is gonna be made of cars. They're gonna live yeah. in an RV. <laughs> Um, the the real question about spacing in the backyard that we've already covered on the show in the past was why do they have a lawnmower for the size of that backyard a riding a riding lawnmower in particular yeah and why is there sometimes a phone pole in the backyard and other times not <laughs> so seemingly like, yeah, based on when they need to climb a thing anyway that's beside <laughs> anyway, the point as we enter uh, hour two of the podcast yes. <laughs> so what are uh, they, the what's, that, what's Tim's uh, inner monologue telling him about this uh, British car. Uh, it has a good body on it. Nice curves. I've had a lot of cars in my time. French, German, Italiano, but doing never awful British. accents with each of them. This is I, the sexy. This is the sexy stuff I was talking about. D- d- more ammo for the car sexual Tim <laughs> argument. Yeah. I I don't know what kind of orientation it is when you're turned on by cars, but uh, he then decides he's going. He's like, ah, I can't hotwire my own wife's car. But I could, and then he <laughs> does, basically, and he decides to hotwire uh, Jill's car, which is, in yeah. the next scene, the boys come home and catch him in the act. It's we get a hotwire transition I, to the next scene. Yep. I feel like it's a very Mike move. Mike, would you, yeah, in a committed you, relationship, you'd hotwire, yeah, I figured. Yeah, I'd hotwire it. I'd hotwire <laughs> yeah. it. Also, I, I love that, I love that Tim doesn't, Tim doesn't lie to his sons about the hot wiring. He's like, yeah, I did yeah. it. Yeah. And you're in it. Now you're in it too. And we're all in this together now. Yeah. Right or die, boys. This, this is, is the thing. one line yeah. I wrote down mm-hmm. when they catch him in the garage in the next scene, uh, fixing the car or uh, hot wiring it. Uh, they call him out and he says, Well, you boys are old enough to know the truth. Your father is a sick, sick man. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of nice. Like he gets and it. He yeah. understands who he is, and yeah. at least he's being true to himself. Uh, that's the first step toward uh, uh, change, I guess. Only took yeah. six six seasons to get there, but we're yep. here. <laughs> and, and I actually, you know, at risk of making this any longer than it needs to be, I don't want to do that. But, Mike, I do recall that didn't you have a 1970 Dodge Challenger when you were in high school? Correct. Yeah. Did, I mean, did you ever find your, like, how close to Tim Taylor did you get when you were a muscle car guy? Oh, wow. I think that I uh, I, th- I feel like I'm still a muscle car guy in spirit, uh, and I, just, I wish that I had, like, the knowledge to be able to actually, like, work on cars and stuff, uh, and so I, you know, I did, maybe someday, uh, but I would say I was pretty far away from Tim in high school. Like, I, 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 
I think there were aspects of Tim Taylor that I was like wishing that I could replicate, but did not, you, not, not all, not all you, of them. You did get caught in your high school parking lot naked with your dick in the muffler of your car, right? That happened though. It's the kind of improv I bring really put Mike into a corner. It's cool. It's very, it's really supportive. Did, did you so, listen to tool at all? Yeah, I listened to Tool while I was fucking a car. And then... <laughs> Wait, I, well, the second part of my joke seems superfluous now. <laughs> I was going to say, when you push the CD into your tape deck, yeah. did you say it's Tool time? <laughs> Let's get on with this one. I'm, we so glad, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I took baby. us down that road. I'm glad that I talked about the thing yeah, I knew about my cabin thanks. car in high school. Yeah, thanks for that, Truman. Thank yeah, you. You know, I mean, this is the this is long term friendship. Show. You know, it's all right, us. we we have something important to cover here because we get a car yes. and headlight transition. Tim is on the road. He's driving this thing. He's stuck in traffic all of a sudden. He, he's on the streets of Burbank because I recognized him. Okay, go on. The inner monologue is still continuing. Really throwing me off, and he's so doing they, a British accent now. They don't do this normally. The VO. They don't know. This is the I'm, only time. Okay. <laughs> you guys came in on a weird one. Tim. Tim saying shit like, "This is fab, blimey! I'm falling for a Brit." I, I've been th- I've been thinking about that line for three weeks. That li- that one line, like if you asked me before rewatching the episode what happened in the episode, you're like, "Blimey, yeah. I'm falling for a Brit." Tim has to get home before 10 p.m. because that's when Jill's going to be there. He gets stuck in traffic. Holy shit! Here is a point of order, sir. Tim, who lives in Detroit, Michigan, is somehow stuck on the 405 in Los Angeles. I- Weird, weird how it happens. Almost as though the show were filmed in a different location. I just want to point out there are no highways, expressways, whatever you want to call them, in Michigan that have five lanes. Oh, six ninety six, ninety six. They only have three lanes. And Michigan has exit numbers too, right? LA doesn't have numbers. Yeah. I remember that. I got out of exits and they didn't have any numbers. Like this is the street exit. It's like how do I drive around here? And then I crashed my car. Excellent content. Beautiful content is talking about freeway culture in different exits, different exits. Tim, Tim get so he somebody honks at him. He turns around and says, "Ah, what? You know, we're all stuck in traffic. Why are you honking?" It's like I love Tool Time. Hey, it's a Tool Man. Hey, hey, Ass Man. Hey. Uh, (laughs) Tim gets home. Uh, Wait, no, you forgot the the wrong. So when someone says calls his name out, there's a big flash and he gives a thumbs up. Oh. I didn't, re- I didn't catch the flash. Okay, but that is important. Pay attention for later. We get a road worker transition uh, taking us back home where the boys are lounging when Tim comes in disheveled. Uh, and thank God he got home just before Jill did. His hair. And, and his hair is all is all kind of standing up and kind of yeah. puffed up and windblown. Kind of looks like Tim Robbins' hair in the Hudsucker Proxy. If you take a look oh. at the cover of that movie, you might see. In the Tim, early scenes when he's I'm just gonna make working you in the mailroom. Buy everyone chalupas every time you mention Hudsucker Proxy. Might be worth it, honestly. I love talking about <laughs> Hudsucker Proxy, and I love chalupas. Might get some for myself. Anyway, <laughs> boys are watching TV, and, and they... Jill is getting in the door, and they yep. say, Dad, cover your hair. And so he puts both his hands on his head to, like, hold his, his hair down. And Jill says, why are you holding on to your head? And Tim plays it off and goes, you're married to me 17 years, and you're asking why I'm holding my head. <laughs> Good and line. That was Smart. a great line. 
Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Tim has his moments. We get a patented scene, uh, next scene, sliding into transition. It's the next morning. Tim is making breakfast. Seems like he has a guilty conscience. Uh, He's Mm. making Jill's favorite when Jill comes down. Uh, And he blatantly lies about having driven the car the night before. Yes. And then, uh, you know, Jill saying, oh, you're taking the car thing pretty well, pretty well. And she says, oh, well, obviously I'm mature enough to respect your wishes. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, the boys are reading the paper. One of them. They're they're eating the paper? They're eating the paper. It's Is nutritious. <laughs> it's it's black and and white and eaten all over. They're eating they're eating the paper and they're reading their breakfast, but they notice in the metro section of the paper that there is a huge picture of Tim driving the car and it's like the headline like you know, tool oh, I uh, got tool this, time Truman. star. Yeah. I got this. Okay, good. Take this it. is where I, I shine. I this thought this I reveal was incredibly good. The newspaper <laughs> reveal was so good. I like this a lot. Uh, okay, so there's a big picture of Tim giving the thumbs up uh, in the Austin Healy, obviously, with the headline that says, Big construction tie-up on I-96, Toolman puts on a happy face. <laughs> Slow now, news day. Uh, <laughs> s- keen-eyed viewers will also see what's happening in Detroit that day <laughs> with other headlines such as, Riverboat wreckage discovered near bridge. <laughs> rough road see rough road seen ahead to save new hampshire 23 killed 35 homes destroyed 751 damaged <laughs> wow. these are all different stories that are happening. a tornado i guess maybe i i don't know uh that but was none a of rough the... day in detroit <laughs> n- n- not not the crash destroyed riverboat not the homes destroyed not the dead people no the top the the, the top story is tim taylor driving <laughs> tim around taylor. in a car People love, people love tool time, you know. So I went to journalism school. Wasn't, wasn't the photo the entire above the yeah. fold too? Like, <laughs> yep. yep. Very important real estate. T- Tim is the Tim. Tim dominates every news cycle. He is, uh, yeah, he's oh. omnipresent. So, the boys try to uh, conceal the newspaper uh, from Jill, and uh, they try to call Tim over to let him see what's uh, what's going on before yeah, like, Jill it, sees it, obviously. It, Jill says, "Do we have? Does anybody have the metro section?" And Randy says, "Oh, we didn't get one today, but I'm predicting it's going to be cold with patchy fog." And uh, then Tim says, "Like, oh no, we always get a metro section." Goes over to the boys, sees it, and says, "Oh yeah, we didn't get one." And she, he's only behind his back. And Jill comes over and she says, "Why are you hiding the paper from me?" And Tim, in I think my favorite line in the episode, goes, "I just want to protect you from all the bad news in this crazy mixed up world." <laughs> Such a, such a gentleman. He's such a well, gentleman. Yeah, there, very there concerned is. husband. Very good person. There is a lot of bad news out there besides the fact that he was on the, the expressway. Jill loved that riverboat and, yeah. and maybe one of those 750 houses, you know? She wrote an article about it for Inside Detroit when she was working there. True, true. And now to Call see back. it destroyed? Man. Uh, anyway, she's rightly mad uh, when she sees the article and says that uh, she has sucked the fun out of this. Thanks for nothing, sir. And she yep. doesn't say sir. That was my addition uh, there. We felt it, though. We felt it. So, <laughs> yeah, so she, she's upset. She yells, boys, out! And the boys run out. Tim tries to sneak out. Tim, in! And Tim comes back. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, super, super angry at him. Hits him with the paper a whole bunch of times. Says she would have yep. arrested him otherwise. Well, I mean, not herself. She's not a cop. <laughs> in the citizen's arrest. Although that would be a cool spinoff. Uh, I would like to see Jill call the cops on Tim, though. Um, uh, yeah. There's a spatula transition to the backyard where Tim is raking uh, while Wilson is putting newspaper uh, connection into a terrarium feeding his worms. Yep. 
And uh, Tim asks what he's doing. Wilson, uh, you know, Wilson explains that the worms feed on the uh, the newspaper strips. And Tim says, "I bet they like the garden section." And Wilson says, "I think they prefer the obituaries." And I think that is the joke of the series for me. <laughs> ah, that's the that's the one you're gonna go with. That's, that one. It's good. That's it's the good. one. As far as a written joke is concerned, and how it's underplayed, uh, I, I think it's it's up there. It's a it's thinker. You, yeah. You know Wilson's got this big fucking shit-eating grin on, but you can't see it. You can't see it. But it comes across that's yeah. how great of an actor he is. When he's just, and he's laughing at his own joke. Yeah, too. he's when, so when, proud of that joke. When, when a character on a TV show makes a really witty joke and then is so clearly pleased with it and the camera stays on them, that I'm a sucker for that. Another thing Frazier does a lot. Um, uh, I don't want to make this longer than we've made it, but I have to ask. Wilson is another staple of the show. I wrote something. <laughs> I was Call stretching. Call me Wilson. <laughs> Does said, this require a slam poetry snap? I uh, Yeah, Wilson is so happy with his obituary joke. I do love that Wilson sums up a lot of each episode and the lesson. It's almost like even in the 90s, Tim Allen knew that most audiences are dumb. And summing it up all would make it accessible and easy to digest. And go on for eight seasons and 204 episodes. Good research on that, too. Thank you. Yeah, wow, yeah. You know what makes a good poetry slam is mm-hmm. is very accurate research. That is glad- a staple. <laughs> I'm just glad y'all let me do that because I have, with COVID, I haven't been able to get out to the coffee shops and get out to the, the circuit and do my slams. Oh, and are I'm you- really. You're like a professional beat poet, like in So I Married an Axe Murderer, right? You're yeah, just like, oh, that's yeah. your job. That's your career is... Monday is how I start most <laughs> of my weeks. On the circuit, though, I don't do... Because I can't... Again, COVID, I can't go to the coffee shops on right, Monday right. anymore. So I can't. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm the person he typically workshops <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the palms with. So yeah, I it's hope we see it. Yeah, it ends up being, <laughs> Wrestling. Like, what, an hour and a half episode? but ing wrestling but then i cut i cut like four hours of beat slam poetry that i do at mike's in his ears you record yeah. it but then you cut it out yeah i cut it out because it's yeah. not good it's just i do it <laughs> takes a long did, time to record our show did takes wilson, a long time to record ours too yeah, as you clearly see. did yeah. wilson bring back any memories yes or how did wilson make you feel how did yes point to the doll where truman i see you laughing uh, I, and I said Truman, and I meant to say Wilson. Point on the doll where Wilson touched you. Ooh, Wilson touched me. Uh, <laughs> Wilson touched me right here. He's pointing uh, right, to his heart. Right He's in the pointing old to ticker, his peewee. Right in the old ticker, right in the old... Yeah, I'm wearing a peewee hammering shirt. Uh, <laughs> Paul Rubens. Yeah, uh, yeah, I got a bum rap. Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens was, he, got, he got a bum rap when he was ad, touching his peewee. Just too, an so. adult, just an adult that went that went to a the porno theater. <laughs> what, so what, what did they big deal? Well, so yeah, what? I don't think there's any big deal about this one. Yeah, it's not a big what, deal. Yeah, they should have they should have arrested everyone in that theater who wasn't masturbating because that's fucking creepy to go to a porn movie <laughs> and not be jacking off <laughs> or, or watching somebody else masturbate. Yeah. Yeah, that's also that's also weird. Like, just, why would you? No, watch- I don't want. I don't want to kink shame. Uh, the only weird thing about it is having to walk on all the sticky ground because you know it's sticky. The cleaner only comes in at the end of the day. Yeah. So yeah. you get it. But but you know, jerk off in public. It's fine. It's not fine, guys. It's not fine. I don't mean it's fine. I mean it's a. 
Jer- jer- if you're going to jerk off in a communal setting, do it in a place where children are literally not allowed to you're go. Not, they're not yeah. allowed to be there. You're right. an adult. If it was in a it school, is, it, it would be dark. a totally different story. Yeah. 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 It was dark. Need I personally think Paul Rubens is, is a bit of a genius, and I think he's been derided unfairly. Well, no, I, here's yeah. the thing. I don't think it, it affected him at all. <laughs> it was fine. Everything was fine. Everything was fine. Yeah, because he His made Mr. Men fine. 10 years later. Yeah, that, well, that it's it, all it, okay. like, eventually it turned out okay, but eventually. also, like, yeah, no, I mean, Paul Rubens getting busted for, for allegedly jerking off in an adult theater is the fucking... Uh, uh, Satanism, occult, '80s scare, <laughs> yeah. uh, equivalent of a of a celebrity being torn and like yes. ripped down from their from their position of of uh, prominence and glory. Like it was, it was just, uh, un- totally unnecessary and and frankly not that big of a deal. You know, yeah. like the the occult was not that big of a deal, and people just freaked the fuck out about that and that and cursing in music. And oh. like, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's yeah, weird. I had a, I, I had a, a big weird... thing against Tipper Gore. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. God. Uh, but it was great to see uh, Wilson again. And I will yeah, say that was. as much as, <laughs> yeah, as much as Tim Allen seems to be an asshole, it is weird that we have a character in the show, mm-hmm. right? I don't know whether this exists in Last Man Standing as well. But in uh, Home Improvement, you have the mm-hmm. Wilson character who is wise and compassionate and human and lets Tim know when he's being an asshole. Even though Tim's most asshole-ish tendencies seem to be the thing that Tim Allen in real life is like propping up as the way that we should think and be. It is bizarre. Right, because his his own show is telling him no. Yes! <laughs> the cons- yes! His character's an asshole because he reflects the stand-up comedy that he did, which yeah. was based on his own internal feelings and that he still is, like, kind of propagating today. It, 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 it's, it's, it's fucking weird to me. It's so I, weird. I've done a lot of thinking on Tim Allen, and I don't want to get too deep into his personal stuff, but the one thing that bothers me specifically yeah. about him is that he has he he's one of these contrarians who claims that he's doing a parody of the you know instinctual ape like man yeah and it feels like a cop out it so feels it's like it's the alex he, jones defense alex jones is a character <laughs> i'm not alex jones right yeah. exactly exactly the hulk hogan defense whatever you want to call it's it it's the boat yeah. defense that i've been using on this show in tope actually <laughs> yeah 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 and so you know i don't I, I don't know his views intimately. I can't speak to them. I won't speak to them. But I have heard his excuses for things before. And just the sheer idea of being a contrarian annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. A- end of rant. Let's bring it back to Wilson. Just to play devil's advocate for a moment, I think Tim is great and awesome in every case. Sorry, okay. Well, uh, actually, you guys, uh, to circle back on this, I want <laughs> Hey, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson here. Actually, Tim Taylor wasn't created in the big bang so um anyway why does neil degrasse tyson not have a podcast called well actually does he why not can't he just why can't he just be mm. fucking cool dude just shut up i talking about movies gotta be scientifically accurate to be any plausibility just there, chill, there was, man. 
I, I'm, I'm old enough to remember the 18-month period when Neil deGrasse Tyson and Elon Musk were really un, unimpeachably cool dudes who everybody liked, and then and then we <laughs> got to know them both a little bit better and realized, oh, fuck. A little too much, yeah. Just, yeah, so... Tim explains to Wilson that mm-hmm. he is in trouble because he did a shitty thing. Tim yeah. laments to Wilson that he always gets out of control around other people's cars. Wilson reminds him that this same thing that happened uh, with Jill's car happened when Harry got a new truck. Harry owns the hardware store where they all hang out. It's kind of their cheers. And when Al got a brand new gremlin, I want to see the episode about Al buying a gremlin. That <laughs> seems like an amazing episode. La- last we know, he was driving his mom's station wagon. Yeah, which Tim That's destroyed, the by the way. That's the station wagon I'm remembering. Station wagon I'm remembering. Station, station wagon. wagon. Yeah. Wagon. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, no, I'm reading my other notes, and they're all just me talking about how much I want to see Basically, the Al Gremlin episode. Yeah, it comes to the point where Tim realizes that his love can sometimes hurt people, which is the biggest what the fuck are you talking about lesson to learn. Um, but but it's a weird level yeah. of self, of like self-awareness from Tim. Absolutely uncharacteristic of him to Un- acknowledge. Uncharacteristic, but... To frame it as Categ- my love, yeah. I, it's just it's. I have so much it's the love wrong category. I'm sorry that it hurts you. <laughs> no, you have hate, and it's hate you got to fix. This is what you got to <laughs> yeah, fix. Yeah, exactly. It's not love. Uh, the dude but- do the right thing with the with the things on your knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> Wilson, so it's just love and love. Uh, Wilson suggests apologize to everybody. Um, we get some leaves that transition us to the dining room where Tim is working on something. We don't know what yet. Uh, when Jill comes in. Now, okay, now to quickly jump back, not to make us any longer, Wilson says, you should apologize to everyone you've wronged aut- automotively. That could take years. Well, then just start with Jill. That could take years. <laughs> then we're back <laughs> in we're the back. kitchen where he's waiting for Jill. This is going to set up a bit in a moment. Yeah, he's working um, on something. Uh, he begins to apologize and says, uh, I didn't mean to steamroll you. Steamroll you. The truth is, I have the problem. I'm addicted to cars. Well, duh. That's all I wrote, so you're Oh, I'm sorry. That was Jill's line. (laughs) Sorry. And then we go to credits. Don't we cut to credits, right? Or something like that? (laughs) Not quite yet. Almost there. We're Uh, almost there. I want to apologize for all the times that I've wronged you automotively. Jill goes, Mm -hmm. that could take years. And uh, he goes, well, the start, 1975. Uh, we get a dissolve. He's still talking about it. Jill's face is on the kitchen and he's, table. And he's only up to 1980. They, he's been talking for as long as this podcast has been going, and they've only gotten through five years of their relationship. <laughs> there was a, a funny kind of uh, button to this joke where he goes, uh, she goes, how do you remember all of these dates? And he goes, it's a part of my car sickness. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Really good. So, and, and he says, <laughs> he says, I need help. I'm thinking of checking into the Henry Ford Clinic. <laughs> which isn't strictly – it's just kind of perfect. I don't know. It's not, like, necessarily the funniest joke in the world, but I just was like, did you reverse engineer the entire episode from this bit? Because I hope you did. <laughs> that was my favorite joke of the episode, for sure, was the Henry Ford Clinic joke. I thought <laughs> I fucking died. I laughed pretty hard at that. the uh... – that's a very good picture of me, Joke, when he you know, he's impressed with a picture of himself. In the <laughs> so I want to uh, – no lesson was learned in this episode. No. No, no because he's, he's, he's not – it's hard to put into words with this wronged list thing at the end. Like he's We've not, been trying six months – six seasons to put it into words. And we he's, can't. Not, <laughs> he's not apologizing for being a dick. No. He's saying that I'm sorry it's the for car's who I am. fault. Yeah, I love the cars. It's uh it's 
Yeah, it's the well. I'm sorry. I'm this. I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings so bad. Is what it kind of is. It's the apology. If the cars weren't wearing what they were wearing and asking yeah, for it, and, it wouldn't be a problem. And it's just like it ends. It ends the episode on a really good joke. The the yeah. that would take years callback in in the form of the threes there, but it doesn't learn anything. But I guess I don't have not learned anything. We wouldn't have any more show to go. Two more. Wouldn't have two more seasons or however many seasons. Yeah, exactly. You I would say that. Though, compared to every other episode of this show, Tim actually has learned, like, just compared to every other episode where, like, oh, hey, I hurt you. Let me tell some jokes, and then you're going to forgive me and we have sex. This still, like, I agree that objectively he hasn't learned anything, but compared to the other episodes, he kind of has. Like, this is I I don't know that he's learned anything. He's still going through the motions, but he's at least added a more pleasant motion to the end of the motions. He is trying something. He's gotten better at motions. <laughs> yeah. He's like, get her. It ends with her getting her gift. It wasn't flowers, even though it's in a flower box. It's the club. Which God, is also a good bit. Club. Yeah. It's it's really a good bit. Yeah. We, uh, I was we I was really hoping to see Tim uh it, it like if, for Tim's realization to be that he um it, it it wasn't that he's afflicted by some horrible incurable car sickness. Uh, that that has taken over his mind and makes him act in terrible ways. I really wish that he would have admitted, like, I felt threatened because I don't know how to work on this car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that made me uncomfortable because I know how to work on all cars. Like, I love cars. And the fact that you got a car that I don't know how to work on made me feel like I'm useless in this capacity. You know, I, th- I think by inviting the Tope boys here, we have inflicted upon them our beta feminist views. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. This is. Are these I mean, some of the comments you get on the reviews? Yes. <laughs> Real angry at these views. Yeah. Why can't they just listen to him a grunt? He grunts as a man. <laughs> the hosts are the, ho- the direct quote. The hosts are basically feminists. Like that's not a problem or anything, but they should maybe <laughs> like the show more. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're hate listening. Hey, hey, come listen to Tope Suicide, you fucking dork. <laughs> yeah, come no, at me on Twitter, at Bo Ross. I don't give a shit. <laughs> we you get a, uh, a fade out and then a stinger where Tim and Jill are getting ready to go out to dinner. And um, in a big surprise, he lets her drive. That that shows growth. That, Is that, that the lesson? Show. I forgot about that scene. I don't know scene. if it's a lesson, but... <laughs> Well, Tim, to be clear, Tim definitely tries to drive, and then Jill's like, eh, 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 and he's like, maybe the lesson is don't, when Jill says something, just don't push back. Is that a lesson, or is that, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Don't, don't fuck with Jill. Yeah. 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 You know what, I'm, y'all, I'm beginning to think Jill runs this house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's, that's our episode. It is over now. The stinger has concluded. That means the credits have rolled. We are in the void. Truman's going to say something. I just want to say the credits have rolled, so... Ding! That's all the production company logo sounds. Mm, Touchstone, Buena Vista. Um, We have one more thing we do on this show, but before we get there... Is there any concluding thoughts you guys want to give uh, for your first home improvement watching uh, in in the years uh, that you haven't watched it? Nice, Landon. Well done. <laughs> Great. Stuck the landing I, on that beautiful, one. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. It's like a Swiss watch. I can start unless you if you want to. No, please, please, please. I would say that um, 
Yeah. Okay, this is good. I'm glad Bo started. Yeah, yeah, this is a Bo. Go ahead and start us off, Bo. I forgot what the Ease question was. Yeah. Did you lose it? I forgot. I lost the question is what I lost. The yeah. answer is just on the tip of my tongue, but the question uh-huh. is what I forgot. The, an- the, the question was simply, yeah. do you have any final thoughts? Right. That's a weird question to forget, right? Yeah. Any final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, I actually went through all my notes. I got them all in, even Good. holding back a lot of jokes. And I, and I wanted to apologize for the length of the episode. Because, again, I held back a lot of jokes. Imagine if I didn't. You know, there were good jokes, too. <laughs> I think the length makes up for the fact that we have been trying to get this out for three weeks. So it's it's a right. jam-packed bonus episode. I have no problem with the length. I'll do an episode for four hours. I could talk all day. Mike knows that. Likewise. Well, hey, well, then let's let's roll back to the beginning and go through it one more time. Okay, so we <gasps> open on the set of Tool Time. <laughs> Heidi so introduces Tool Time. <laughs> but my actual final thoughts outside of me, very proud that I got through all my notes. Um, is that it's an all right show. I do like that it's, at least in season six, it's pretty self-aware, which mm-hmm. is good. Um, also, I liked how it focused just on the A plot, just a plot, no B plot, just one. <laughs> it's a nice. Plot. That's why a they call plot. it the A plot, because it's just a plot. Just a plot. Um, <laughs> my biggest final thought, I think, they really dropped the ball on the paint job on that car. They could have had anything to paint that it car. It looks unpainted. It looks yeah. unpainted, rusty shit. Like primer, brown. like primer yeah. gray. Mm-hmm. They had, yeah. they had, they could have done anything. That tells me that they just, it was probably on loan from some car collector maybe. <laughs> and that's just, you can't paint it because it's my car from my car collection. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's because a year later they were going to paint a Union Jack on it for uh, Mike Myers to do a yep. handspring into the front seat yeah. of it. And then Elizabeth Hurley puts it in gear and it hits yep. his balls and goes, oh! Yeah, it's the, yeah baby. <laughs> watch, yeah, watch that movie a lot when I was young. Bo, thank you for your final thoughts. You're welcome. Uh, important question. You, you fulfilled your duties to grunt work here. You are no longer obliged to ever watch Home Improvement again. Right. But will you? Or would you? Um, here, this is a real answer. I would if it existed on Hulu or, mm-hmm. or HBO Max or any of the other streaming services I have. Those are really the only two that I You're use. Bragging on Disney all Plus. the streaming it's not, services. Yeah. It's, just, it's not Disney Plus, so I don't, it's not going to be there, you know? They don't own it. Yeah. So I, that's why I didn't say it. I didn't say it because they don't own it. I know that. But it's not. Because I do find myself sitting on the couch falling, it's not falling, it's like taking a nap to like Seinfeld will be playing on Hulu. Yeah. yeah. Um, or Frasier's on Hulu, I believe as well. I haven't it touched is. that in a while. You should. But so I'm thinking if this was on, maybe, but still probably not because I'd go, I'd go for the sitcoms from my, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old because I attach more to those like Seinfeld and. Yeah. I would say Great. Friends, but who cares about that show anymore? <laughs> it was good back then, I guess, but whatever. Mike, yeah. final thoughts? If final you have th- any. No, no, no yeah, no yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, briefly, I want to reiterate, I had higher hopes for Tim's growth in this episode. <laughs> yeah. But also, Welcome I was pleasantly... disappointment. Yes, I was pleasantly <laughs> surprised. I think having been removed from home improvement... Yeah. And going in and not not really uh, intentionally feeling this way, but just my my base uh, unaware consciousness was number one, this is not going to be funny. Number two, <laughs> number two, I have just experienced tons and tons of uh, this is not going to be funny. Two, I've experienced a lot of media 
since I've watched Home Improvement in the next, mm-hmm. you know, in the last 20 years where I've seen really uh, great films and, and, and tremendous writing and character development and whatever. And so those instincts kicked in when the episode is happening and I'm starting mm-hmm. to feel things and I'm like, oh my God, this is an actual moment for Tim to be human and yeah. and admit that he is an asshole and like, and, and, and admit his weakness and grow from it, you know? And we don't, and be, when we don't get that, I felt kind of, robbed by that because it was such it was so teed up it was teed up that is the empty void that propels the show from episode to episode (laughs) he's waiting for it to happen yeah (laughs) yes but at the same time it was much funnier from start to finish Mm -hmm. than i thought it was going to be i liked it a lot more so would i would i watch home improvement again yes i would you would i would watch home i mean under the right circumstance whatever like i'm probably not going to like you know, go out and see, buy the box set. Go out and buy the box set. But if 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 we're, if if we're again <laughs> sort of doing the show and whatever, this has been a blast. Like I've loved going back and watching that episode uh, with an adult perspective and like my thirty-five-year-old yeah. mind. It it was really uh, it was really fun and it surprised me in ways that I did not I had not anticipated. So it was great. That's great. Well, yeah. th- then we need to have you back so you can watch a crappy one. And uh, <laughs> have... why would you do that? That's mean. No, I'm into it. I'm into it. Let's go, baby. Let's... It's it's a statistic. It's it's like statistically insane that you guys randomly landed on yeah. a really good one. Oh, so, I, well, I don't know. I don't know because next week is our Halloween episode, and oh, those shit. historically are great. So, oh, yeah. uh, I think we might be on a good run of episodes here, but we have every one time, more thing to do. Every time <gasps> we say that, every time we say that, it's it doesn't Halloween happen. Episode. <laughs> I know this episode, too. I have big plans for this episode that's coming up next week. Uh, stay tuned. It's going to be good. I promise you, Chairman. It's going to be good. I'm, I'm sure it will be. I have a lot of faith in you. You're better at this than me. Okay, what, what's your last We have question? one more thing we do on this show before yes. we leave. Uh, yes. We are all going to play. There's no more pressure. There's no more chalupas that Truman are on the table. Truman, Truman fucked the bed on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't done that since I was 12. Thank you very much. Mike really fucked the car on that one, all right? <laughs> Mike, I love you. You don't fuck cars. Mike doesn't we, fuck cars, everyone. We we have one Only last thing, which is motorcycles. <gasps> the grunt count. <sighs> I forgot. Oh. I forgot about the grunt count. This is exciting. So we have to guess how many grunts were in this episode. We're gonna let the Tope boys go first. Mike, how many grunts did you think Tim Tim alone yeah. did in this episode? There weren't that many. There weren't a ton of grunts in this episode. Um... You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna be bold. Okay. I'm gonna be bold with my guess. And I, I hesitate to do it because it is home improvement, but I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna say Zero? Zero grunts. Zero, Zero grunts. Statistically, you aren't far off. That's not uh, last that's not season, a bad guess. <laughs> last season, I think we had more episodes without grunts than we did with. Oh, so the, the biggest okay. it's the biggest it's not as bold as you think. <laughs> The biggest shock a... of making a show called Grunt Work is the fact that the thing that we're ostensibly here to do doesn't happen in a lot of episodes. Can I get a grunt clarification? Yes. If he grunts like, but if he's a thinking grunt and it goes, oh, 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 oh is that a grunt? Is that Those three are grunts. grunts? Is that three ah. or four grunts, though? Or is that now, one? Now, this is interesting. I call them grunt clusters, but oh. they are counted. 
I'm glad there's a whole mythology on the show I didn't know oh, yes. about. Oh, this is great. Well, we didn't even go into Wilson being God, which is uh, something that I want to bring back. But does Jill yeah, ever? Randy does anyone? Does killer. anyone ever address Wilson that's not Tim? Yes. No. I no. Think Jill the, has talked. Yeah. To him. Okay. He is Wilson real. exists right, okay. in the world. We've thought okay. about that too, but all the other characters <laughs> talk to him. All right. All right. So true. Right, so clusters. Answer. Answer. So a grunt cluster would be three grunts. A grunt, like, like it, a grunt, for a grunt to be delineated between a grunt, like, it needs to have individual attacks. So, let's yeah. one, two, three, four, because, like, yeah. like the, yeah. It's not yeah. the nachos that are all stuck together. Right. Exactly. They're individual chips. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Reminding them of the Mexican food they're not going to get because of me. <laughs> I think there's two, but I'm going to say there's one. There's okay. one grunt. So we've got a zero, we've got a one, and I'm gonna. And I feel like it happens in the VO. Is where I think it happens. Oh. I'm I'm gonna back. I'm gonna corroborate Bo and say there's one. Uh, I don't. I can't remember. I don't think it's in the VO, but I definitely think it happens in the kitchen. Maybe mm. when she grabs the keys, he does a questionable like, oh, like or something. Oh. maybe, maybe, yeah, like an uh oh, like, yeah. Oh, beautiful, Sherman. Yeah. Those are our guesses. How close uh, are we? I. All, very close, very close, because uh, uh, Landon and Bo, congratulations. There was one grunt in this episode. Uh, yeah! Uh, Mike, don't go butt. Don't say but. But Mike, okay. brilliant. Brilliant guess to go with zero because so often it is zero, <laughs> and nobody ever thinks it would be zero. So you are God. clearly good at this. Uh, and so I, I also have to admit, you know, we, we do um, the grunt count for the season as well, and because we've switched to doing it bi-weekly or every other week, I've completely forgotten just <laughs> the previous episodes. How many? Yeah. yeah, I have no concept of how many grunts have happened in each episode this season. I was, so. I was keeping track of our ratings early on in Tobey Suicide when we would rate like matches yeah. on certain stuff, but then it just got yeah, it got unwieldy. It was like I can't be tasked to write this down. <laughs> what, what is the what is the like the effort to reward ratio? Like who is this really yeah, helping? This it's going to reward the super yeah. fans, but those super fans will just go back and do it for me. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what will happen. Exactly. Uh, we. Our oh, like our total running grunt count, it's over a thousand at this point, but it's not yeah. that high over a thousand. Like for the entire series, he's grunted over a thousand times, but the bulk of that comes from the first two seasons. Anyway, it was one grunt. <laughs> it's when he's outside with Wilson. Wilson, what are you doing? I'm feeding my, and then he gives the talking over his head fancy name for worms, and mm-hmm. him goes, Err? like that. Later on, Tim uh, does go, oh yeah, oh, when he's talking to Jill about talking. like taking the car out, but it's a talking grunt, which if I counted those, then that would take us into a whole other territory. Allow me to talk for another 45 minutes about Is my Is he washing uh, the dish when he does that? Oh yeah. Is that happening in the kitchen, you said? Or is that in the... When he is that? doesn't. He when in the kitchen he goes, "Oh no," okay. which is <laughs> in that same cadence <laughs> yeah. and yeah. tone, in the same register. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. It's well. Let's let's end this massive episode, this super length, jam packed, b- d- p- packed to the gills. Keep uh, going, dude. You'll it. get there. Yeah, I'm gonna, you'll, you'll find it. I'm not going to help you at all. <laughs> with icing, candy coated, uh, delicious, mouth watering. Uh, episode. Stretch it out. Stretch it out. <laughs> <laughs> By uh, letting the Tope boys let us know once again where everyone can find them uh, with our glowing uh, 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 recommendation for them to go. Our listeners to go. You're getting lost in the woods tonight, Landon. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, 
be careful, Landon. Don't drive tonight. You can find us on Twitter at Tope Suicida Pod. That's T O P E S U I C I D A P O D. Email us. Send us an email. Uh, Tope Suicida Pod at gmail.com. Let us know who your favorite wrestler is. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, send us, uh, we do a bit on the show called Is It Shit House? Where you can submit something to us, uh, and we'll let you know if we think it's shit house. Those bits are called Tope Uacidas. Hmm. Very happy with those. And uh, I'm on Twitter at Mike from TV on Instagram at Mike from Television. Bo is at Bo Rosser on all social media platforms. It has been so lovely to be with the grunt work the grunt work boys oh uh, landon, landon is showing on his camera a muscle boy he's he looks uh like a like an andre kind of it is Whoa. it's not really okay. andre it's one cool. of those uh bendy ones with the holes in the oh, right because that's what wow. the metal wires if the holes yeah. rip you can see the metal yeah yep exactly. whoa cool nice andre and just the briefs you know <laughs> that's 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 pre that's pre-Vince. That's, pre right. that's Vince. old. Yeah, that's old. Vince doesn't want to see cool. a belly. You know? Nah, He's nah. Put it nah. In Vince wants him in the singlet, in the, <laughs> the single strap. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you guys so much for doing the show. Uh, Thank we you. hope we Thank can so uh, collaborate much. again, either on our show or yours in the future. Uh, I guess that goes into our outro, which goes something like Grunt Work is made possible by people like you. Who? The people that uh, pay for the show. Because if you enjoyed today's episode and want to help us create the show, consider becoming an official Grunthead sponsor over on our Patreon. That's right, because for as little as $1 per month, that's right, just $1 per month, 100 pennies, some would say, you will get access to our exclusive bonus content like our weekly Grunt Work Nights episodes, including the one that we recorded with the Tope Boys right before this. How could you not, like, want to hear that you're you're missing out if you're yeah. not on our, our it's patreon. already available if you became a patron subscriber right now you could listen to their episode where we had them uh put famous feuds into the ring and see who wins yes and and the results might surprise you uh also uh, uh members of our patreon club can also get access to our discord to watch us occasionally uh record episodes live or just kind yeah. of banter with us in a weird chat room like you're on irc in the early 2000s and your name is truman <laughs> Talking to people uh, about ow. video games like Perfect Dark. Uh, you can do all of that over at patreon.com slash gruntworkpod and leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts where it is the fastest, easiest way to support us. It really goes a long, long way to help others find the show. Stop by to say hi to us on Twitter and Instagram at gruntworkpod. Uh, and there you can also find uh, the Discord channel that Truman was just talking about. You can find the link over there. Um, you can also find it on our website, which is www.gruntworkpodcast.com where you can see other information about today's show and sign up for our weekly newsletter to be notified whenever a new episode is released, get the Grunt Count Hint, exclusive trivia, and more information like when we appear on the Tope Suicido podcast. So I put I added an O on that one, not an A or an E. Suicido. Suicido. That's the, uh, mac- that's the masculine form. <laughs> <laughs> Until two weeks from today. No, we're going to bring him next week because we are making up from lost time. Until next week when we bring you another episode of Home Improvement, I've been Landon Solano. I've been Truman Caps. And remember, sometimes you need to write an outro joke for an episode, and sometimes you forget to do it up front, and then you think, maybe I'll come up with an outro joke in the middle of recording, because you tell lies to yourself, because you're lazy. So just remember, always write the outro joke for your podcast before you start recording it. And I'm hoping that by this point, the theme song has faded up. I'm angry.
just to recap, I'm I've I've fucked cars. 